And welcome back to the Death in the Trail podcast. I am just now realizing I forgot to check what episode this is. I think this is season this is three, se- season four. Season four, episode, episode four. four. Episode four, okay. Episode four. Yeah, episode four. Okay, sweet. <laughs> we're, only, we're only one episode behind this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm also just realizing now because I know we were just talking about how like you see the tenth edition starter boxes, um, yeah. and uh, all the heresy <laughs> reveals are tomorrow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. So I don't know. I don't know if we should like cut in like a little bit of a recording tomorrow, maybe. Um, I- I'm cool Monday. with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, and then we'll just we'll just release like a couple days late. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, okay. Well, we'll splice it in. This is probably I don't know. You'll hear it spliced in somewhere. Um, well, what we could do is just do you know the first half we'll do with some hobby talk and whatnot today, and then tomorrow we can talk about all the juicy shit that came out for for 30k. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. And then we have our natural break. Sweet. Sweet. Hey guys, this is the inner workings of the Death and Betrayal podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. We've become wildly disorganized. <laughs> the longer we go, the more the less organized we are at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> but Alex, how are you? How are how are things going for you? Uh, yeah, they're okay. Um, went to Montreal for a bit. Uh-huh. Hung out with JP. Did a walking tour of um. Birth of Canadian Industrialization. That was friggin' sweet. Oh, cool. Um, and then, because I have a childlike bladder, we found like a really cool pub. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, which was awesome. It's super good. Uh, so, looking forward to getting back there, getting back to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my stems are like pretty healed up, not all the way, but real good. Uh, That's good. Been running and jumping and Doing all these things that I haven't done forever because big fat guy. Oh man, you, uh, were, you were in such pain when we were in LVO. Just oh, I know. I felt bad for you. Oh uh, yeah, it was uh, that was brutal. Uh, they're they're a little swollen right now, but I just like did a bunch of jumping and running. Yeah, so you put some stress uh, on. everything right before this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't really hurt, but they're just a little bit swollen. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then uh, I don't think I've. Bottom. Oh, Militia came out, actually. Yeah, the Militia and, rules uh, came out. Yep. I haven't yeah, looked at them yet. Oh, really? Oh, okay, uh, we'll go through that. You'll like those. I kind of did um, it on purpose because um, I don't need a reason to like get distracted from my Dark Angels. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, plus, like, if you don't currently have a Militia army, this is for sure like you're going to want to do an allied detachment. Oh, yeah. Because I, I priced out one which would like just a 1500 point detachment. Yeah. And I think it cost, it was going to cost me like $2 a point or something like that. Or like a dollar a point. Oh. Like if I wanted to build it. Oh. oh. Yeah. My chest hurts. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe I won't do this. <laughs> um, huh. but, uh, yeah. Uh, they're good. I, I like them. I'm pretty happy with them. I know there's a lot of people that aren't so jazzed about it. Um, I've seen a lot of people saying how great they are. Yeah, it's it's torn. I think like if you're if you're a heavy heavy narrative player, you love the rules. Yeah, like um, 
because there's a lot of cool little handicaps where just like your stuff is just shittier <laughs> it's like the best way to put it but it's cool uh it's shitty in a cool way yeah but they um, but they shouldn't be as good as what the space rings and the uh sisters of silence and the, and the uh custodes are using it shouldn't yeah, be. i agree um, that shit's mat pump out mass like mm-hmm. your cannon fodder even if you're in a lehman russ your cannon fodder yep yeah exactly um that's actually a perfect description uh so, yeah, uh, we can we can go through that a little bit maybe after the hobby talk and then okay. uh, which i'm not gonna have a ton to do so uh why don't we start strong and finish weak okay well uh so I've I, I've I've had an interesting week myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my son turned eleven on April eighth. Uh, as we're recording right now, it's April 29th. Um, and he wanted to get the starter box set for Warhammer: Age of Darkness. And uh, I was I was a pretty proud dad. It's a pretty expensive uh, gift, but a few people chipped in. My my mother. Um, me and my wife got it for him. Um, and, uh, so, and I made sure like I was, I didn't want to, I'm, my biggest worry is I'm pushing my hobby onto my son. So I wanted to really make sure that's why I didn't buy it and have it sitting there for his birthday. I was like, okay, bud, I'm going to give you the option. You can get, pick whatever you want for your birthday. It doesn't have to be the age of darkness box set. And he's like, no dad, I really want the age of darkness box set. I was like, okay, let's do this. And then I was really worried that I had pushed a certain legion on him because he mm-hmm. really wants to play the Death Guard. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because, like, I asked him, I was like, so how would you describe yourself? And he's like, well, I'm creative. I really like animals. I'm, I, I like to be nice to people. I'm like, well, you sound more like a Salamanders player. He's like, yeah, they're my mm-hmm. second. But I really like the Death Guard, Dad. I was like, okay, let's do Death Guard. Uh, we watched a couple videos on it. We wa- I went through all the. I went through myself. I went through all the legions, explained them. Um, yeah. and then uh, we watched a couple videos going into depth about the Death Guard. Um, I explained all the units of the Death Guard. Obviously, I had a Death Guard army at one point in time. Um, and I actually had some leftover stuff that I didn't sell when I sold the whole army. Um, so I'm, you know, happily donating that to my son's, uh, um, army. Uh, and I think once he's done building the, the box set, um, and the extra stuff that I have, I think he needs a, a land raider and he's at 3000 points. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, which is pretty cool. I mean, I, I, the way the way to build. Oh, I also need some heavy weapons for him too. I got I got to get some heavy weapons for some of his marines. Obviously, um, take full advantage of the heavy weapons. What kind of heavy weapon? Uh, I need missiles, and I want to say Volkite, but missiles for sure. Uh, missiles, I think I can help with. Oh yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure I've got missiles new in a box for Mark Six. Okay, I think cool. It was one of the. I think it was one of the things that I. I think it was what I got with my Beth painted character. Oh, okay. Painting. 
Oh, nice. I think that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, um, well, that's if awesome. not, it was the one that I bought because I bought one of them and then like one of the heavy weapon boxes. Yeah, sets, yeah, yeah. Won the other one, but either way, uh, I okay. should have them. Oh, cool. So he, uh, let me know. We'll we'll, we'll just. Oh, thanks. We'll, we'll we'll. That's that's awesome, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no worries. Man. So yeah, so we started building our ten marines. Now I had I was getting low. On, this this was actually really shocking. This this one got me. So I was getting low on my Tamiya slick or er, cement, uh, Tamiya plastic mm-hmm. cement. So I decided while I was at um, Industrial Park Games that I was going to uh, pick up some new glue. And all they had was the AK miniature uh, uh, plastic cement. Okay. And that is hands down the worst glue I have ever worked with. And this isn't shot AK. But their glue is not good at all. It was one of the most frustrating things putting these guys together with my boys, um, because it just wouldn't. It, you could you could let it sit there for twenty minutes and it still wouldn't be glued. It still would pull pull loose. Oh and really? If you put any pressure on it, it would just like sag and pull the arm off. Getting anything to line up was just it was a, it was it was a horrible experience with it. So I ended up going and uh, I hit up. Uh, Red Claw on um, Wednesday, I think it was, and yeah. I picked up some Tamiya, more Tamiya glue, and then I picked myself up a Kratos because I needed a Kratos for oh, my nice. for my uh, my Dark Angels, um, and yeah, so I I, I I mean it may be a bad batch of AK glue, but I can honestly say, like that was it's a pretty bad experience with it. That I went and bought another bottle and spent another seven dollars on on glue because the first set I bought from AK was not good. I, I I don't know what to say. I mean, maybe other people out there have had better experiences with the AK uh, plastic cement, but I can say that mine was not good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I usually use the Tamiya one uh, as well. Yeah, uh, I've been using the Tamiya one since you know back when I was a kid. Like this, it's always been a, a solid, reliable liquid cement. And trust me, when okay. I, when the difference between how the how things were going for the boys the second time around when we were using the second set of glue compared to the first one, they flew through building those marines, flew through it. Like I was teaching them, you know, getting rid of mold lines, cleaning things up, building things properly, following the instructions, you know. But we got. You know, 20 guys and the HQs built. Um, that was our goal. So the next time, uh, next weekend uh, that I don't work, uh, we're going to have a couple games. You know, I'm going to teach them the very basics, moving, shooting, um, no no Legion rules, no, you know, no um, advanced reactions or anything like that. Just the simple basics so mm-hmm. that they understand, you know, 20 on 20 guys, HQ and HQ. I mean, that's how I started playing the game when I was learning when I was like 14, 15 years old. Um, yeah. That's because that's all I could afford. So we started with the basics and moved from there. Yeah. I so, mean, that, that, uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, we'll, and then we'll add stuff like, basically, I'm going to do a little slow grow with the boys, you know, teaching them how to play and whatnot. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be fun. Yep. Um, yeah, that'll be sweet. And, and then, and then I did build a Kratos, uh, fantastic tank to build. Um, oh, yeah. uh, it, it went together really well. Um, the instructions were pretty straightforward. 
Uh, tracks were a little annoying to build, but I do like that they were, you know, you had to put your tracks on yourself. Um, and that was about the most time-consuming thing with the tracks, cleaning them up, putting them on. The rest of it went together really well. I ended up uh, changing. I, I decided to stick with the Kratos Battle Cannon and just got Flash, mm-hmm. and then just added Flash. I'm going to add Flash Burn um, shells to it. Last cans. It's going to be an anti-tank tank. Um, and I haven't, I've never used one. I haven't used one yet. So I thought, you know, this would be a great opportunity to use one. Um, I know I was at first a little hesitant on the Kratos tank, but, uh, you know, actually building one and, and, and seeing it up close and in person. And even when we were at LVO, I was like, okay, yeah, I can, I can get behind this tank. I, I can get behind it. And so, yeah, yeah I can see myself yeah, using, a, the, using them in the future. Go ahead. Yeah. There was a few of them, uh, at that event couple weeks ago as well um uh it seems like it's good it seems like it's got a place Uh, yeah it's 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 better than a uh a scaren or um a predator but i mean it is it is 300 points base so you are dishing out the points it's like a mini super heavy like a mini fell blade yeah that makes sense um Kind of like a Sikorin had a baby with a fell blade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Sikorin and a, and a fell blade had a bastard child, and we got the Kratos. Yeah. So love child Kratos. Have you had a uh, opportunity to actually play against one yet? Uh, no, oh. I haven't. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I have not. Yeah, me um, either. So uh, I mean, maybe I will once you've got yours all done up. Because um, uh, I may want to do a little bit more with um, my action claws, maybe. Okay. Um, I haven't quite decided. Um, I got the Mechanicum I'm going to work on for right now as well. Um, but, uh, you know, like I have the Assassin in there right now, so like I have to be Loyalist only, but. Um, or, I mean, we could just play it with it anyway, and it wouldn't really matter. It wouldn't really um, matter to me. Yeah, I don't think it would. I don't think it would affect anything anyway. I'm not a very good player, so it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, we can we can do that. Um, I'm uh, gonna keep working. Gonna keep working on them here, uh, particularly this week. Uh, your, are you, your action claws? No, sorry, my mechanica. Your mechanica. Um, just because, like, I got a bunch that are like really close to being done. Yeah. And same with my blood angels. Um, like, uh, um, I've just kind of, I've got everything organized. I went and bought like a new giant bookshelf, uh-huh. um, so that I could hang my stuff or like, you know, um, cause I had just like a small stylish bookshelf Yeah, and it just wasn't holding all the books and stuff that I've been accumulating over the years. Um, and, uh, so it was pouring over and then it was cascading into kind of everything else and. I was jumping around and like, oh, I want to, you know, trying to get this done for Adepticon, so I'm trying to do this, and I got to write Adepticon. Yeah. I got to do LVO, and, you know, like, I'm, I got to print all these dudes for LVO, and everything just kind of kept getting pushed and pushed, and it was all sort of cascading, mm-hmm. um, making things very difficult and very challenging uh, to, to well really do anything uh including work because I, I work in this in this room so i've been working at like the kitchen table a lot 
Yeah. Um, just because it was so bad in here, I just couldn't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I've spent the last couple weeks really sort of getting that sorted, getting that tuned out. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I've had Black Powder Red Earth now forever, and I am working on that a little bit, but um, like right now as we're talking, and I don't know if you can hear it or if people can hear it, but uh, I'm, I'm practicing or I'm trying something out at the same time that we're recording. Uh, is um, it something to do with a brush? No, um, it's not something to do with a brush. Uh, like, um, so I was looking at like cameras so I can record uh, tutorials and so I can yeah. like stream, um, like, you know, do live videos and uh, make like, you know, little reels and stuff for Instagram. And, yeah. Um, and I just didn't really want to spend the money on that. So, um, you know, I've got like an iPhone 13 or something. I actually don't know what iPhone I have, but it's got three cameras on the back and, yeah. and it can record in 4k. Um, so I've got it on a mount right now and it's plugged in and it's recording in, in 4k. I'm at about 10 minutes and I'm just working on, uh, trying to like clean the flashing and stuff. So, oh, okay. Um, like a, uh, a black powder red earth guy. Yeah. Um, cause I, I'm, I'm trying it at 30 frames per second so that, if this isn't sufficient, there is a webcam that's like 200 bucks. Okay. Um, it's some kind of, a, it, it is a, it can record in 1080p up to 60 frames a, a second or 4k up to 30 frames a second. And I feel like 30 frames is probably going to be like enough for a painting video. Like, I don't really know if you need 60 frames per second to really enjoy what I'm doing or what I'm talking about or anything like that. Um, so I'm, I'm testing it right now on the phone and seeing like, you know, how it focuses, because my plan is to, I also got a new iPad. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got, like, an iPad Pro, and, because uh, um, I was hoping to do, like, a lot of drawing and stuff on it, too, but uh, I'm having a real hard time getting accustomed to, like, Procreate, so I need to do, like, a lot more video tutorials mm-hmm. on using that um, when I have time, um, but... Uh, anyways, I'm, I want to see like how this focuses in 4K through my phone because I may not need to buy anything. And if I do, then I can use iCloud to just port. Like it, you know, then I don't have to send the video anywhere. I can just pull it directly from iCloud onto the iPad and yeah. then cut it up in iMovie or whatever. Take yeah. screen grabs. And, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, do do little things like that. So that's kind of the, the testing ground that I'm doing right now. So just while we're talking, normally I'm, I'm very, very focused on what we're doing. I try not to do anything. And I know a lot of other podcasts hobby at the same time. It's not really a big deal. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really think it matters. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I try to be focused because, um, I feel like I talk better. I definitely um more when, uh, when I'm doing this. Well, that's, um, that's cause you're literally, trying to do two things at once and, hey man I'm, I'm not i'm not shitting on you at all um oh yeah no 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 i know um, um but yeah like because you, you, you're, you're, you're you're cleaning and you're like you're talking you're, you kind of have to f- you're kind of switching from like focusing on oh i'm cleaning up and cleaning this flash off to oh yeah i was i'm talking about x y and z kind of thing right so don't yeah. worry about it i mean i'm, yeah. all, I'm all for yeah. you te- doing this test um yeah it's all good Thanks. Um, it seems like it's going pretty okay in the test I did earlier. I wasn't too confident. Like it seemed like it was zooming in a lot or focusing a lot on like my hand that's closest to the phone. Yeah. Um, and then obviously like I can't really pull stuff up too much, but I am 
doing it a little bit just to test and see how it recovers. Because um, I'd like to do more stuff. I'm not getting through, like, you know, when I was really focusing on growing the DAV yeah. podcast Instagram, which, you know, then I fell away from, and, and you were helping grow it too, and you fell away from, like, we just got busy. And yeah. I mean, it's why we're down to, like, one episode a month. Typically, I know we're going to have two this month, but yeah. kind of, I guess. This one will come out in May now, so yeah, um, uh, it'll be somewhat more regular again. Um, but uh, I find I'm not getting through um, as well as I did when I was growing the DAB broadcast like three, four years ago. Yeah. Um, like now, I find it's much harder, and and I am doing reels and stuff. But like, even something's changed since I started doing reels, which I started, you know, a year ago or so. 10 months ago, yeah. maybe with um, the push for beta Garmin, because I had put that on the Crescent Edge Instagram and it had like 3,000 plays, a ton of likes. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm putting reels out and the reels get like 150 plays or something. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I want to try something a little bit different. I'm kind of looking to other sort of successful Instagrams and. Yeah, YouTube channels and stuff, and and I want to maybe maybe that's part of the solution is to you know make a little bit more content for YouTube ish. Um, uh, you know, obviously we can't do bad reps just because we lack the faith for it. Yeah, um, which would be cool. So that's fine. I'll leave that to Barefoot Miniatures. He can he can do all the bat reps that he wants. Um, <laughs> he's got the space. He's got the space for it. So. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, just checking my focus and I think I was quite out of focus. So I don't know. The phone might be okay for streams and stuff. Um, I think it'll be okay, uh, for certain things, but, um, I want to try the webcam because if it sucks, I'll just take it back to the, um, Best Buy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, this doesn't meet my needs. Yeah. Take it sure. away. <laughs> this um, isn't doing it for me. Yeah, because I don't really have the room for, like, a computer right here. Yeah. Um, like, on this work desk. Uh, yeah, I know I sent you, like, a picture of it. It's yeah. It's pretty tight yeah. space. Um, moved my 3D printer over to, like, a shelf and, uh, and that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I want to try to want to try to do, like, a little bit, maybe an hour or two every day. Yeah. Um, with uh and and maybe i'll stream it i guess i don't know i i assume there's some kind of a twitch app on the phone that make it easy um yeah i'm sure there or is. do you youtube live or something youtube live or something like that um and i don't know if anyone will watch it but it'll be there if you want to anyways it'll be it'll all be under crescent edge creative nice. um it'll be easy to find yeah and uh, getting myself set up is pretty much all the hobbying that I've done. Um, That's a lot of hobbying. I, like I, I understand the 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 challenge of doing that because I've I've done I did my setup about a year ago. Um, it needs to be it needs to be tidied up. But yeah, I, I did my setup about a year ago. Like I have my desk. I got a new desk. Uh, got my computer and everything down in the basement. You know, my hobby area mm -hmm. is also my computer area. Like I'm recording right next to right on the same desk that all my hobby stuff is on right now. So I can, under, I understand like it took me a good week to get everything organized and set up the way I wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, 
Yeah, well, it took me longer than that. Um, this place did not look uh, habitable. <laughs> and we'll say that um, it was embarrassing. Well, I mean, um, you're you're on to a fresh start now, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Brady was messaging me this week, and he was like, "Man, black powder red earth looks like freaking sweet. I want to try that." So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll build some, like, just a couple, so that way we can actually, like, try playing it. Yeah. Um, maybe try playing that on uh, next weekend. Um, but, yeah, that is the goal. Because uh, I've got <laughs> some competition pieces and stuff, too, right? So that's the other thing, is I don't want to focus too much on army building this year. Yeah. Um which is why I may just play like a couple allied detachments. Like, yeah, I got about 1500 points of blood angels that are pretty much done. So I'll finish those out. Mm-hmm. And then I've got about 1500 points of mechanicum. That's more or less done. So I'll finish that out. And then, you know, I may just play those two things together in, um, as allied detachments to each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, or as a, if I do end up working on some, um, action claw stuff, like, the Raven Guard or Thorn Brothers with Mechanicum, so they're a very good, very good pairing. Yeah. Um, well, some cheeky stuff like throw my crazy warlord in a unit of Guardian Automata. <laughs> um, just walk them around. Come get me. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. Might piss somebody off. <laughs> ah. Um, ah, I can't kill this guy. He's in base base combat with my friggin' Primarch. Um, that'd be wild. That would be that'd wild. Be that would be absolutely crazy. It'd be so frustrating. Just like, oh, I'm just gonna pass this shot off on. Um, nice wound. I'm just gonna take it on this guardian automata. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna hit you back. Like I'm a primarch. Like I'm a primarch. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. No. Win. So um, yeah. So question, uh, this mm-hmm. is 10th edition uh, was announced today. We knew it was coming out. Um, yeah. The starter box set, um, not going to lie, looks pretty cool. Uh, I do like how it's all new models for the Space Marines in it to mm-hmm. a degree. I mean, it's obviously a variant of their the Dreadnought, um, but like they got... They're all like they got the new Terminators in there, which is awesome. A new t- Terminator captain, you know, new yep. Terminator librarian, yeah. tons of new yeah. uh, nids. But tomorrow, uh, the thirtieth, new Terminator stuff. Sorry, I know I'm interrupting. No, no, no worries, no worries. And new, the new Terminator stuff could easily be heresy if I. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent. Very little work to do on that, um, especially if you're like me and you want your Terminators to be just massive. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, get rid of the crux terminatus symbol, mm-hmm. and yep. you're done. Yep, <laughs> that's done and dusted. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's really uh, really at the end of the day. And the thing is, these are legacy units, the Indominus Terminators, and they're counted as troop choices. They are. Uh, I don't think they have line, but they are troop choices. So, um, and you know, what I think it's funny is. Um, I was because I was reading about them, and I was reading that the Indominus Terminator armor is an inferior Terminator armor compared to the Tartarus and Cataphracti. Yep. 
So that's why it's considered uh, a uh, a um, troop choice because it's not mm-hmm. elite enough in the 30, 30th millennium. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, as I was playing Terminators, I realized that kind of all Terminators should be weapon skill five. Um, and maybe that's a maybe that's a hot take, but um, why well, I, I think the. Re- I think the one thing that really differentiates, because now all Terminators have two wounds, the thing, the one thing that really differentiates uh, specialty Terminators versus normal Terminators is the fact that most, you know, Legion-specific Terminators are weapon skill five. Actually, I think all of them are. Yeah, that's fair. I was just thinking, like, they're pro- like they're veterans inside the Terminator suits. Yeah. And the veterans are weapon skill five. So, yeah. I don't know, maybe make them something else. No, I agree. I, 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 I agree with you. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, why would veteran Marines have weapon skill five, but the same veterans stuck in a Terminator suit don't have that same weapon skill? I get it, hundred yeah. percent. I I'm I'm playing I'm devil's advocate about it. I'm just playing devil's advocate in the in the sense that uh mm-hmm. you know that's no, why right. why they did it to differentiate Terminators from uh specialty terminators or Legion specific Terminators, so no, I think you're right. And I'm I'm happy with that answer. Uh, I'm converted, I'm placated. So, um, so with this with this yeah. new box set for tenth, um, and I know we are a 30k uh, podcast only. Is there anything mm-hmm. in here that's really capturing your, you know, uh, wonderlust for for tenth edition? Because I mean, I'm looking at the new, new Tyranid stuff, and it's it's all new units inside. Well, I mean, there are Termagons and, and Hormagons. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah like, like, um, like, like, is there anything, is there anything in, in, uh, in this box set that it's getting your mojo going for 10th edition? Um, the, most of the Marine stuff is pretty cool. Like, um, you know, they have Stern Guard. Yeah. And, you could easily convert that to look more Mark Seventy. In fact, uh, like even some of them have like Mark Seven pieces of armor on there. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. Um, the Terminators are the big one uh, for me. Like I don't really care too much about that flamer unit and uh, whatever. Um, uh, maybe just because I don't know enough. I don't know. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know enough about it to say if it's good or not, or if it's cool or. Yeah the uh, the Phobus Lieutenant. Uh, I mean, I'm a Ravengard player, like so he oh, kind of. Yeah. I I like him a lot. Yeah, he's a pretty because, cool model. Yeah, like he looks like he's been out, and he's the only like Phobus model in it. So he seems and looks and feels almost like he's this um, lone warrior. Yeah, like he's behind enemy lines. Like he's his own. He's his own man. Like he's been doubting and surviving like he looks like he replaced one of his pauldrons with a piece of chitin yeah oh yeah, yeah. Um, i'm looking at him right now i mean he's a fantastic model he's badass yeah and i i mean maybe this is another hot take i love the capri pant power armor like uh i think it's rad um i've always liked it oh. <laughs> okay I, I don't know i don't know why uh it just feels more I don't know. I, I prefer capri pants to bell bottoms. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's controversial. But. I I don't know. For me, the the my favorite model out of this entire box set that isn't a tiered model because all the tiered models look fan fucking tastic. 
yeah is that terminator librarian holy mm-hmm. fuck did they hit that one that nail on the head with that guy yeah he's like, really cool like, he's really good he is really really fucking cool that is one yeah, cool he, go ahead yeah he is i was gonna say he'd make a really good esoterist yeah yeah like easy to convert easy to convert as a terrorist um out of that one i think oh yeah i think you could have a lot of fun with that model i mean yeah i'm not gonna lie i am considering buying 10th edition yeah uh i mean i'm always going to right um and again we've got like a garage hammer group and that's primarily my main driver for purchase yeah yeah 100%. Like, i like hanging out with those dudes i like playing with those dudes and you're welcome to come join those dudes as well. Um, like, you know, we don't, we don't take it too seriously. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. Like we all help each other paint the terrain. Like it's no one's responsibility. No one's responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Like even though it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well this terrain's all Julian. So Julian better paint it. Um, you know, yeah. we have like terrain paint days and we get there. And, yeah. Um, I, I did a little bit of a crater. Like I took the crater just to the next level, and that's kind of where I fit into that, like during painting day stuff. It's just like cool. You guys did the bulk of the work, and I'm just gonna mm, take it that a little one, realistic. Take it that one step further. Yeah, um, you know the stuff that either they don't know how to do or they don't want to do. Like, you yeah, know, they're they're not really familiar with oil paints and stuff. Or, yeah. or um, one of them used enameled a little bit, um, night alminies, but um, you know, so it's something that I'm familiar with. I'm good at i'm good with so uh you know i'm just i'm gonna do that it's gonna be my my job um and then you know once we get all that painted like you know we'll help the next guy's train table and we'll do that part and we'll do this and you know and we'll all figure out 10th edition together and nobody cares who's playing what and nobody's trying to power game each other it's just just cool dudes cool dudes having cool dude fun yeah exactly yeah, I'd definitely be um, interested in playing, um, especially the Tyranids. I mean, I, I, I've I, I want to change from power armor, and I think Tyranids are like that change. They could be that change kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what, and, what, well, and, what, and what a way to start. I mean, brand new edition. Yeah. Everyone's new to that edition. A whole new set of Tyranid models, so no one knows what the hell's going on. You know, I don't have mm-hmm. to be told, oh, this is good and this isn't good and not saying that your friends would do that, but um, yeah, no, they wouldn't. Um, yeah, none of us care. Uh, but mm-hmm. we don't have a Tyranid player, so oh, I could fill. I could fill that work. that num 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 hole hole in your mm-hmm. heart. Uh, so yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, as I was <laughs> after we went on this tenth edition uh, um, tangent. tangent <laughs> um, tomorrow is obviously the third K. What do you think we're yep. going to see? You think we're going to get anything? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, It could be anything. (laughs) Could be anything. Uh, Uh, And I really don't know. Um, See, in my opinion, it's going to be, there's going to be two things that will, if they, if one of these two things does not show up in, in tomorrow's release or uh, preview, the internet's going to blow up with nothing but, you know, hate for GW. and And I hate that. But I'm, I, I got a feeling that if, unless we see um, Assault Marines, everyone's going to be mad and disappointed. 
Mm, yeah, maybe. Um, I, you know what, now that we're talking about it, I think we might see inductee preview, an inductee kit. Oh, yeah. Inductee kit. Inductee kit. I don't know how to pronounce Latin things. Um, <laughs> because they're a unit that is, I mean, it's not world leader or world leader, world eater specific anymore. They're kind of like junior Marines. Uh, okay. And. They're in the new campaign book. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're one of the units that's in the new campaign book. Uh, Shattered Legion rules are in the new campaign book as well. Oh, that's uh, going to make you yeah. a happy camper. Well, it's not Black Shield. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, not Black maybe. Shield. Yeah, you might be able to shatter Legion that. Yeah. Who knows? When is, when, yeah, yeah, exactly. When do, we see that, uh, when do we see that release? Do we know? Uh, it may be this year because um, I know uh, Boys of the Golden Throne are doing an event in November. Yeah. Uh, and I'll look it up later. We'll do a more, uh, you know, a real or more real um, hype train for it. Um, did you get your ticket? Uh, I did. Did you? Well, I, I sent them money, but I haven't heard back from them. Ooh, you might be waitlisted. Really? Yeah, just confirm with him. Just send Big John a note. Like, Big John. Yeah, I'll fire. I sent my money at X time. Yeah. Am I in? Um, but uh, they're sold out on the Heresy side, but they still have a bunch of spots on the um, Titanicus side. So, uh, worst case scenario, worst comes to worst, I'll switch to the Titanicus side, and you can play on the uh, you can play on the Heresy side. Okay. You sure? Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't mind because that's one of the other things that I, I'm going to be working on a lot this um, this summer is uh, Titanicus. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've got blew, blew the dust off the four nights that I've already got assembled. Mm-mm. I think I'm going to try to get my hands on either like one of those crazy grav guns for a Warlord Titan or um, uh, like one of the new conversion beamers for it. Yeah. Probably try to get the grav gun one. Um, I'm gonna have to get magnets because I will magnetize them as per John's recommendation. Uh, and I got to get uh, the heavy bolter upgrades or the like Vulcan mega bolter upgrades for the top. Yeah, of the uh, Warlord Titan, and then I can build my side Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that'll get me to 2,000 points pretty readily. Oh, nice. Um, I don't think I'll win anything, but um, my army's gonna look cool as hell. Yeah, real cool. Uh, man. Yeah, and that's all I really care about. Um, you know, especially this year, I'm trying to focus more on. I think I kind of said it already. Like, I'm trying to focus on competition pieces and stuff to win, like best painted, and just start getting more clout because um, I want to do more teaching and um, things like that. And I really need kind of awareness and and clout, yeah, to kind of be able to you know charge a, a reasonable price for it. Um, you know, I, I think locally enough people kind of know me and, and, you know, even talking at the event, I had a few people mention like, oh yeah, if you ran like an, in, an infantry course or something, like I'd totally sign up. Um, right. Taking your infantry you know, to the so, next level kind of thing? Um, more like, uh, like how to do infantry quickly and make it look really good. Yeah. Um, you know, i.e. like with my blood angels. Like, yeah, I'm using an airbrush. You'd have to use an airbrush for that course, but it'd be a two-day thing, right? So airbrushing day one, 
yeah um kind of color theory foundations and then day two it'd be like how to do them quick how to like get them out get them done and dusted fast so that they look good yeah um and that that would uh primarily be my my goal i think at least for at least for that that kind of course i've got some other stuff that i was working on and um uh i'll tell you more about it like offline because i'm not ready to talk about it online no, that's but i had like i had some uh explosive creativity when i was in montreal okay and i've got about four thousand words down in regards to oh jesus yeah so i've been working on that quite a bit um and i'm excited about it but yeah we'll, uh, we'll talk about it offline okay sounds good i'm all for that yeah i think you will be I think you'll like it. I think it'll be juicy. Um, maybe juicy. I don't know. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. It'll be exciting. At least for me, anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else will care. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, a few different things that I've kind of... A few different irons I've got in the pot. Nice. I know that's not the expression. It's a few different irons in the fire, but it's like a blacksmithing thing. Yeah. I, know, I, I made I, it about cooking. You don't cook iron. Uh, uh, you, you can cook on cast iron. You can cook on cast iron, but you don't cook iron. You don't put, like, iron rods yes, yes, yes. into a pot. <laughs> cook them. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, we got a few spaghetti noodles in the pot. And there we go. There you go. Um, yeah. So, uh, we'll see. That, that'll that be exciting. But, yeah. Okay. Um, well, why don't we take a break? And yeah. then we can talk about all the juicy stuff that comes out for 30K tomorrow. Sure. Uh, did we want to go through militia rules after the break and then take another break and then talk about the juicy stuff that comes out? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break right now. So we'll, we'll this will be a slightly longer episode. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah, we, yeah. We owe it yeah. to, we owe I, it I to our fans. Militia, true. And I don't think militia will be totally out of control uh, in terms of length. Yeah, I'm um, just going to make sure I download the uh, download it right now. Just yeah, so can, exactly. We can we can do we can make a lot of like episodes later about like more in know, depth, little different thematic armies. You know, maybe get back to our roots a little bit. Um, and I think this is this is a good rule set to do that with. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Cool. Well, we'll be back in a minute. Sounds good.
And welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. You're getting a little more focus out of me because I've stopped my test recording. I think 45 minutes is probably sufficient. Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm scared to see how many megabytes that is. 4K at 30 frames a second. Um, but uh, anyways, now we're going to talk a little bit about the eagerly awaited Imperialis Militia version. Well, point oh uh, there's a forward which you can go read on your own yeah um, i'm not going to do that for you a little bit about the imperium split asunder designers note assembling an imperialist militia army given the vast number of worlds contained within the imperium no two imperialist militia armies look the same the panoply of each dictated by the cultures and tactics of the planet it was drawn from Citadel miniatures and Forge World Rangers offer a multitude of options from which you can construct your army, combining parts to create your own personalized force. Further tailoring and conversion potential can be achieved through the provenance system, as described on page 9, so provenances are back. And the sole caveat is to ensure that all models are clearly equipped with the weapons and relevant war gear stated on their profile. For more complex conversions, always inform your opponent before the battle so both players are clear. Apart from that, the only real limitation uh, it, with Imperialist Militia is your own imagination. So you can make this really your own. These ones can be your dudes. Which is don't cool. care about them too much. Which is, which is interesting, because does that mean if you show up to, um, let's say, Warhammer World with an mm-hmm. Imperial Militia army that isn't necessarily mm-hmm. all GW models, are they going to turn you away? Uh, so I believe Forge World, like Warhammer World, has their own sort of rules on that, and I think it's like seventy percent of the model or something. Oh, okay, um, has to be GW'd. Let me check that real quick. Warhammer World playing rules. Model requirements. Each model. Oh no. Okay, so I'm full of shit. Um, each model must be Citadel or Forge World miniatures. Each miniature must be fully assembled. Each miniature must be painted to a minimal battle-ready standard, uh, including bases. Each miniature must accurately represent its entry on your army roster. Conversions must be checked in advance with the events team to ensure they are appropriate for organized play. Um, at the home of Warhammer, um, uh, third-party miniatures are not permitted. Any model you use must be either Citadel or Forge World miniatures. That being said, if you're getting creative with conversions, then generic parts, such as plastic or wire, brass, rod, or fine, Used any cast miniature parts specifically designed for models must be produced by Citadel or Forward World. Note this refers to the actual miniatures in your collection. This requirement does not apply to the bases of your models. So you can take third party bases in there. So if you've got Unreal Wargaming Studio bases or yeah. you know, whatever, because they don't offer a ton of those. Um, and they're kind of like whatever, they don't care about that part. So it's just the miniatures in your collection. Uh, they have to be fully assembled, so um yeah uh all the parts of the model must be present that's because like at one point somebody made like a bunch of like somebody had a bunch of like empty bases and was like these are my ghosty ghouls and you can't see them <laughs> um and somebody else had like skeletons coming out of the ground so like he only had like the upper parts of the skeletons oh, God. just put them like in basing material which i think is hilarious and that's fine uh like if you're playing wherever else but uh, well, I think most event organizers would say get get fucked, but yeah. Um, but I do know what you mean. 
Yeah. Each miniature should be painted to a minimum battle-ready standard, including bases. We fully appreciate that not everyone is a skilled painter or may have commitments that lend at the time they can, they can be spent painting miniatures. That being said, part of the experience of playing Warhammer World events involves fully painted armies waging war against each other. Therefore, we do expect that each miniature army is painted to a minimum standard battle-ready. This is a simple... Uh, to achieve standard, where every model has all of their main areas colored and a basic finish applies to their basis. Battle really is a celebration of your army, in addition to preserving the atmosphere and spectacle of Warhammer World events. So I'm probably going to copy that word for word for LVO. Uh, each model must accurately represent Zen for your army wa- roster, commonly referred to as WYSIWYG. Uh, whatever, you get it. Close yeah. enough. Uh, and if you painted your models a specific way, we expect to use the rules relevant to that scheme. So that's um, you know, like you can't show up with um, an army painted as salamanders and be like these fire drakes or suzerains. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my entire army is actually uh, ultramarines. Yeah. That's a no no. You can't do that. That's a no no. Yeah. The exception is Alpha Legion. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> be cool, though. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the Imperialist Militia Army List. Um, cool. So uh, there's an allies chart. Obviously, uh, you get the Militia Unit subtype. Um, following rules apply to all models of the Militia subtype. So a unit that includes any models with this subtype may only attempt to regroup if that unit includes at least half of the models that it included at the beginning of the battle, not including any models that have joined the unit during play. If more than half of its models have been removed as casualties, then it may not regroup and must continue to fall back until it leaves play. Um, But I like this. This is a lot like my old Black Shield rules, where it's like, if I lost half my army, my army would just nope out. Nope. (laughs) Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, A unit that includes any models with the militia subtype that is falling back and is successfully charged by an enemy unit is automatically removed from play as a casualty with no leadership test being made or dice rolled. Um, Makes sense. They're a bunch of squishy humans. They're not well trained. And you've got post humans just running them down. Uh, A unit that includes any models that have the militia subtype, but not the monstrous or mechanized unit subtypes that is locked in combat and then is successfully charged by an additional enemy unit must take an immediate morale check once that charge has been resolved and is part of the charge subphase. If that check has failed, then the militia unit must fall back as if it had lost combat. With any enemy units able to declare sweeping advances only if they are not locked in combat with any other units. Once this fallback and any sweeping advances are resolved, the fight phase uh, <laughs> continues as normal. Oh, brutal. Yeah. And so th- you got to really play 4D chess with these guys. Um, so the third line unit subtype. So all rules apply to units with the militia. Uh, that's a typo. This is um, supposed to be third line, I think. Uh, no, I guess it would still fit. Anyway, it was with the militia subtype. Third line unit subtype. Um, when an armor penetration roll would inflict a glancing hit on a model with this unit subtype, it instead inflicts a penetrating hit because uh, their their stuff isn't well maintained. No. An enemy player may never score victory points for the destruction of a model with this unit subtype. This includes models with this unit subtype that are selected as Lords of War. So this does say uh, to all models of the militia subtype, this is clearly meant to be the third line unit subtype because all of that text is under the third line unit yeah, subtype. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit of it. So don't, yeah, don't be a wad about that one. That's clearly a typo. Be cool about it. Uh, mechanized unit subtype, and then all of following rules apply to that subtype. Successful wounds caused by attacks with the poisoned X or fleshbane special rules must be re-rolled against models with the mechanized unit subtype. Mm-hmm. Uh, and failed to wound rolls made for weapons with the armor special rule uh, must be re-rolled. So, same Kalangadur now. Yeah. Uh, a model with the mechanized unit subtype may attack with all weapons when it has made a shooting attack, including as part of a reaction. A model with the uh, subtype may attack with heavy and ordnance weapons while counting as stationary, even if it moved in the preceding movement phase. It yeah. may declare charges as normal. Uh, a model with the mechanized unit subtype is affected by the haywire detonation and battlesmith rules as if it had the dreadnought unit type. Oh, okay. And no model that does not also have this subtype may join a unit that includes one or more models with this subtype. So you can't, like, say, take a unit of sentinels. <laughs> Pardon me. Put your um, warlord in there. Yeah. Yeah, has to have the mechanized um, subtype. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we get a, a full suite of um, warlord traits. Customize your, your jazz. So you can be the ruthless tyrant. Gain fear. Some other stuff happens too. Mm-hmm. Uh, merchant princeling. Um, so this is kind of like before. Uh, all the weapons you, your warlord possesses gain the master crafted. So this is kind of like... Uh, and you can also select a single unit under their control designated as the lifeguard unit. This lifeguard unit must be composed entirely of models of the militia unit subtype. All models in the lifeguard unit gain the heavy unit subtype if they did not already have it. Mirror roll all failed to hit rolls of one made in any phase or as part of a reaction. Mm. And the warlord with this trait must be deployed with that lifeguard unit, may not voluntarily leave it. Uh, and then you get an extra reaction during the assault phase, as long as you haven't been removed um, as yeah. a casualty. So this is like if you wanted to make yourself uh, a rogue trader. Yeah, yeah, basically you're a pirate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so you get like heavier armor, because um, heavy allows you to reroll blast template, blast and template, uh, failed armor saves. Yep, yep. Um, beloved of the people, uh, if your warlord dies, then everyone else goes crazy, and they get a bonus of plus one uh, to their weapon skill and strength, and get a feel no pain four plus until the end of your controlling play until the end of the warlord's controlling players next player turn mm. so for the rest of that turn and the next turn nice uh everything goes to like basically they become like space marines yeah. in close combat except for toughness wise marcher lord um you get battle hardened one i guess i don't know some other stuff happens too connoisseur of alien curios this is one that i really like um and i like the next one robber baron as well once per game at the start of any game turn controlling player of a warlord with this trait may choose to activate an artifact if this option is chosen uh, then roll the uh, roll once on the table per low uh, below so uh, d6 uh, if you roll a one you suffer an automatic wound with the instant death special oh. roll with no armor saves cover saves or damage mitigation rolls allowed though invuln saves can be taken all other units within at least with at least one model within 12 inches of the warlord including the unit the warlord is part of suffer d6 plus one hits at strength 8 AP4, oh, and these hits are allocated by the unit's <laughs> controlling player. They may be allocated to the Warlord um, and can cause morale checks where appropriate. Uh, so he just tries to like turn on his crazy alien box, and it just detonates. Just goes off like a mini nuke or a black cube. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Warlord's control... 2 to 3. 
you must nominate one unit, friendly or enemy, within 12 inches in line of sight of the Warlord. That unit suffers D6 plus one uh, hits at strength eight AP4, which I've counted as having the flag rate special rule. Nice. If no other unit can nominate, then the unit the Warlord is must suffer the hit. So uh, you're going to want to use this when like, you got stuff that's danger close. Um, yeah. cause if you're just like, I'm going to try to get like the cool bonuses, uh, like number six is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, and you better hope there's stuff like close by, uh, the war. So four to five, the warlord and all models in the same unit gain the rage two and furious charge to special rules for Huge. the remainder of that game turn. Huge. You guys know how to punch really well. Uh, Very angrily. And, yeah, and uh, that that would work really well with one of the provenances. We'll talk about in a minute. One of the new ones. Uh, okay. So the Warlord gains the Eternal Warrior on a six and feel no pain for plus special rules for the remainder of the battle. If this result is rolled again, then the Warlord also gains a bonus of plus one of their strength and toughness characteristics for the remainder of the battle. Bonus is cumulative. If this result is rolled a uh, third or more times up, uh, to a maximum of six for either characteristic. Um, in addition, uh, an army whose warlord trait gets an additional movement phase uh, reaction. Um, so yeah, once per game turn, uh, the start of any game turn. So you can do this like every game turn up yeah. to like five times. Um, but it gets risky, right? So you can, uh, you can die. <laughs> yeah, it gets riskier the more times that you use it. But like, oh man, if your dice were hot and you just kept rolling sixes, oh man, your guy just like gets all jacked up on like that bane venom stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> he goes full bane mode. Yeah, uh, Robert Baron. So all models in this unit includes a warlord with this trait gain a bonus of plus one to their strength for the duration of any player turn in which they make a successful charge. So that's pretty good. Yeah, um, but you can't make sweeping advances uh, in any turn uh, with that unit. Um, however, when, whenever such a unit would otherwise be eligible to make a sweeping advance, the controlling player must instead roll a d6. On a result of 4, 5, or 6, the controlling player gains d3 victory points. In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during their opponent's movement phase. So uh, you want them in close combat, and you want them winning close combat, and every time they win close combat, you might steal d3 victory points. Nice. Because you're just stealing things from them. So I really like it. Like it rewards a lot of goofy play. Um, Force Commander, you know I'll be loving these from before. Uh, this is you gotta buy this guy because you don't get providences otherwise. Um, uh, you know, you can take a power weapon, he can't take no paragon blade like before. Yeah. You can't take a cyber familiar, you can take carapace or power armor, you can take an iron halo. So I mean, you know. 30 points, you get a 3 plus invul and save, so I would. Yo, now, yeah, this part is exciting. And I think this, you know, it's early on, so it got a lot of people pushing Dunham, but the Force Commander may be upgraded to, for 20 points, a Mounted Force Commander. So a Mounted Force Commander uses the Mounted Force Commander profile instead of the Force Commander profile, gains the Militia Cavalry Mount War Gear, page 37, gains Relentless, Gout and Hammer of Wrath 1 and replaces the infantry type with the cavalry unit type, keeping all unit subtypes it previously had, and he may exchange a close combat weapon for a militia lance. So a mounted commander has a movement of 14 instead of 6. Uh, weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 4, strength 3, toughness 3, wounds 3, initiative 3, attack 3, leadership 8, 5+. plus. So he gains an additional movement. 
Yeah. He moves up to 14 inches. Yeah. Um, now, he also has the role of the Monster of Worlds. And so if your unit contains a Force Commander, then you can take up to two provenances. Now, they did change this from last time. Um, and that uh, does apply to any unit in the same detachment only with the Militia subtype. So mm -hmm. that's pretty familiar. Uh, however, they don't cost anything this time. Okay. So they're free. Whereas before, you know, they all had varying points cost. Like, you know, a warrior elite must be plus 40, might be plus 45 points. And, yeah. And, you know, survivors of the dark age is like plus 75 points or something. Um, so you can take two of these. Uh, any single detachment can never have more than two provenances. However, regardless of the number of force commanders present, unless noted, uh, the effects of any rules featured in the provenance description apply to any and all units in the same detachment as the force commander with the militia subtype. However, any unit with the mechanized subtype may never benefit from the effects of a provenance unless that provenance specifically states otherwise. In addition, certain provenances may not be taken in combination or have other limitations, which taking them increases on the rest of your army. It means it would be advisable to choose your force commander in any provinces you wish for the detachment before selecting the rest of your army. So, again, planning is key, but you can make some really cool shit. Yeah. Warrior, Warrior Elite is back. Um, I think it's pretty much the same as before. You get plus one leadership uh, characteristic to a maximum of nine. Um, but uh, Militia Levy squads in this detachment gain the support squad special rule. And Grenadier squads uh, lose the support squad special rule. So you kind of change, swap yeah. out your uh, comp troops. Yeah. Because uh, they're elite. They're elite dudes. Right. Um, yeah. Legacy of the Great Crusade. This one's new, but uh, it's pretty cool. Um, all Imperialist Militia Grenadier squad, command cadres, and discipline masters in the detachment increase their ballistic skill by one to a maximum of four. And a commander in this detachment increases his uh, initiative to five. So it becomes spicy. Yeah. So say you're like, man, I really like Lucifer Black, and I kind of like to play them. <laughs> well, then maybe Warrior Elite and Legacy of the Great Crusade might be for you. Clan <laughs> um, Folk Levy. So uh, this, this one's juicy. <laughs> And this one would work really good if you rolled hot on that uh, um, Alien Curios Worldhood trait. Yeah. So a detachment with this provenance may choose to fill comp troop choices only with the Militia Cavalry squads. Mm. With all models in Militia Cavalry squad selected as comp troops, getting a bonus of plus one to their leadership. Um, and this does not allow... Uh, militia cavalry squads to be selected as non-comp troops. However, an attachment with this provenance may include up to four additional fast attack choices, Ooh. and those must be militia cavalry squads. So in a regular primary detachment, you could take uh, nine cavalry, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but the cavalry can be up to 15. 15 models? Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, and I still don't think if you filled all that out, I still don't think you'd be at three thousand points. Oh God, like, <laughs> oh, that's so much. But good, good luck, tra good luck transporting that, and uh, you'll have to remortgage your house. Yeah, <laughs> gene crafted. So this one's back, um, but it's a little bit different. Whereas before, it just used to give you, I think, uh, plus one. Uh, I think it was plus one strength and plus one initiative. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. 
Uh, and so with this one, once all of the models have been deployed, but before the beginning of either player's first turn, the controlling player must roll once for each unit that contains any eligible models on the table below. Um, and so uh, D6, if you get a one, uh, you begin the battle pinned. So overrides any rule which would normally allow a unit to ignore being pinned, such as the cavalry unit type or the march or lord warlord trait. And if it's embarked on a model with the transport, then it must make an immediately an immediate emergency disembarkation and then is pinned. Units that are in a reserve ignore this effect and suffer no penalty or benefit when they enter play. Uh, and uh, so if you put them in reserve, then they don't get anything from Genecraft. Uh, all eligible models in this unit on a 2-5 to five, uh, with the infantry or cavalry unit types gain one of the following special rules selected by the controlling player for the duration of the battle. Fleet 2, so they're real speedy. 16. Yeah. Move through cover. Be really good on those um, militia riders. Mm-hmm. Or night vision. Uh, mm-hmm. That'd be good because you wouldn't suffer the minus one leadership. Yeah. And you're already lower leadership. And on a six, all all eligible models in the unit with the infantry or cab uh, type scheme, one of the following special rules selected by the controlling player for the duration of the battle. Relentless, stubborn, uh, adamantium will six plus, or all of the special rules presented in uh, results two to five. So you can choose any of those three from before fleet two mid through cover night vision. Yeah. Cyber Augmetics is back. So you gain the feel no pain six plus, but you also get slow and purposeful. And this cannot be chosen in conjunction with the gene crafted provenance. Any detachment with this provenance is treated as sworn brothers by any detachment with the mechanic of faction in the same army. Okay. Um, so you could just make like a bunch of servers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alchem Jackers, this one's back. Uh, changed a little bit this time. You do not suffer negative modifiers to leadership characteristic in the assault phase. Uh, that might have been the same. But if less than half the models in the unit have been removed as casualties and a morale check is made for it due to casualties uh, in the shooting phase is failed, then they become pinned instead of falling back. Okay. Um, if more than half the models in the unit have been removed as casualties, then it must fall back as normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then you can buy friends on for 25 points a unit, which gives them furious charge one. Okay. Survivors of the Dark Age is back. Um, it's not quite as uh, juicy as it was before, so like your armor doesn't get any better. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, any Grenadier squads and Command Codders can take uh, Rhinos, uh, termite assault drills or Proteus Landerator Proteus carriers, so long as they number ten models or less, um, and uh, any of those vehicles that you choose lo- lose Legiones Astartes, gain the third line unit subtype and reduce their ballistic skill to three. But that's not why you're taking this. You're taking this one for void jumpers. So back in like old Rogue Trader, the Imperial mm-hmm. Guard uh, had like jump pack two pistol units. Like okay. Mandalorian yeah. Yeah. Boba Fett guys. Uh, and all models in an Imperialist Militia Reconnaissance Squad may be upgraded to have Militia Jetpacks and replace all weapons with two LAS pistols or auto pistols at a cost of 20 points per unit. Any Discipline Masters, Militia Medicaid, and any other models assigned to the squad before deployment, but not models that join the unit by means of the Independent Character Special Rule, may be given Militia Jetpacks for no additional cost. A model with the Militia Jetpack may not be given any weapon with the heavy type. And Militia Jetpack, um, you set your move characteristic to 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you use it, this allows a model with the Jetpack to move up to 12 inches, regardless of movement characteristic on its profile. 
gain any other benefits of a movement character's control, including the most charge distance. And all models of the militia jetpack that have been activated ignore terrain while moving and charging, but must take dangerous terrain tests as normal in beginning or ending their movement in dangerous terrain. So similar to Model with jetpacks. Jet yep, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Um, and then must uh, end its movement. Um, but a uh, model with the jetpack may still run, if it would normally be able to run. Does not allow units that include any models with the heavy subject to run. When making a run move for a model and activated, add the initiative characteristic of that model to 12 to determine how far it may move. The model ignores terrain and models from other units while making a run move, but may not make shooting attacks or declare charges in the same turn. Uh, however, during a reaction maintenance phase, the player may not choose to activate a mod's militia jetpack to gain any bonus to the characteristic. That's but that's cool. why you're taking. Yeah. Yep. You're, you want uh, armory of old men. Sorry, go ahead. You just want jetpacking humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so armory of old knight. This one's new, and all eligible models in a detachment with this provenance may be upgraded. May upgrade las guns to las rifles for no additional cost. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, Laz rifles are heavy. It's the same same gun that like the Solar Auxilia take. Yeah. Um, however, it's not why you're taking it, and I can see this one being popular. But you better convert it if you're going to do it. <laughs> um, especially if you're coming to LVO, I'm not just going to let you uh, be like, yeah, these regular um, Laz guns or whatever. Yeah, I'll make some exceptions, like Kazarkin. If you take Kazarkin for Grenadier Squad, maybe that's a Volkite Charger. So Relic Arms, eligible models in Imperialis Militia Grenadier Squads and Command Cadres may upgrade LAS guns to either Volkite Chargers or Assault Needlers. They may upgrade LAS pistols to either Ser- Volkite Serpenta or Needle Pistols. and may upgrade Sniper Rifles to Needle, to needle Volnus and heavy stubbers to Volkite culverins or needle cannons at a cost of 30 points per unit, regardless of the number of models or types of weapons upgraded in a given unit. Uh, you want to max out those units 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, and now they also have another option, heirlooms of past glory. So your force commander with this provenance may exchange a power weapon for a paragon blade for 10 points and or a las pistol for an architect pistol for a further 10 points. So... He gets pretty good. This would also make you, know, you could if you mashed this one in with um, oh my god, what was it called? Uh, Legacy of the Great Crusade. Yeah, you got yourself. Um, uh, well, if you wanted to make the Solar Auxilia guy like the old named character from First Edition, yeah, like the old man who like got himself an exoskeleton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this would be cool for that. Then yeah. you could just use like solar auxilia models and be like, yeah, we're just fucking old dudes. We're a little bit slower, but we got fucking big guns. We got big guns. Um, yeah. Or, you know, whatever else you can, again, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't scoff if you were like, yeah, these hotshot las guns, um, which look, they look different. They don't look like a regular las gun. There's not really a profile for them uh, in this. Yeah. Like there's no hotshot las guns. Um, in this, so if you wanted, like, I would be okay if somebody's like, yeah, here's my Kazarkin, and they have Armory of Old Knight, and they're all Grenadiers, because they have 4 plus armor and Salt Needlers. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, as long as they were, you know, as long as every one of them with a hotshot Lasgun was an Assault Needler, like, it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be cool if you were like, these ones with, like, a purple glow are Salt Needlers, and these ones with an orange glow are Volkites. It'd be like, 
Get better. No. Um, yeah, Feral no. Warriors is back. Uh, same as before, plus one of their weapon skill. These are the guys that are used to fighting, used to getting their hands dirty. Um, and then eligible units that begins the controlling player's assault phase and 12 inches of more enemy units must have a charge declared for it. So, And they can take chain axes. So pretty good if you wanted to make like an allied detachment with world eaters. Yeah. Which you might want to go that way. Kinfolk mm-hmm. helots. Uh, so these are your squads. All eligible units and models receive an increase of plus one to their toughness characteristic, but also lower their initiative and movement characteristics by one to a minimum of one. Models with movement of zero are not affected and remain movement of zero. All eligible models in a detachment with this provenance and the character unit subtype gain the Battlesmith 6 plus special rule. And if they also have the independent, independent character special rule, they gain Battlesmith 5 plus instead. This provenance may not be chosen in conjunction with the Augur Conscript's provenance. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, very nice if you mixed this with, um, like, say, Warrior Elite. Yeah. Or Legacy of the Great Crusade. Or Armory of Old Knight. Probably Armory of Old Knight would make more sense. Um, then you could buy a whole bunch of those new squad models. I know they're not called that. Votan models. Yeah. Um, and you'd have to do almost no work. Mm-hmm. So, pretty juicy. Abhuman Muster. This is if you want to use a bunch of beastmen. Um, they increase their strength characteristic by one, but they lower their ballistic skill by one. Yeah. If they do not already possess a variant of the bulky X special rule, then they gain bulky two. Uh, and all eligible models in the detachment with this provenance and the character unit subtype gain the Hammer of Wrath 1 special rule. Or if they also have independent character uh, or the monstrous unit subtype, they gain Hammer of Wrath 2 instead. And this provenance may not be chosen in conjunction with Augur and Conscripts, so you can't make a whole bunch of crazy huge beastmen. That would be so cool. You can make beastmen. Yeah, yeah, you can do a lot of cool shit, like if you're going to play like a Siege of Hera. Yeah, 100%. Uh, D-based Rabble. This provenance may only be selected by an army with the Traitor Allegiance, so all models of this provenance gain the Crusader, crusader and Hatred Everything special rules. However, they must always declare uh, a charge targeting an enemy. If they are able, Militia Grenadier squads may not be taken in a detachment, use this provenance, and it may not be used in conjunction with Survivors of the Dark Age. So take D-based Rabble and take uh, Feral Warriors. Yeah. And you get some pretty fucked world eater one of these. Yeah. And you could use all those new um, world eater cultist. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Nice and easy. Um, Painted flesh. Uh, so this would be if you want to use pox walkers. You gain fear. Fear is charge one. However, your comp true choice must be filled by levy squads. You may not have more infantry units except HQ choices. Um, a of other types than it has levy squads in total. For example, it has three Imperialis levy squads. You can have a maximum of three additional infantry squads of other kinds. And the only HQ choices in the detachment that you can take are a Force Commander and a Rogue Psyker. Cool. You cannot take this in conjunction with Survivors of the Dark Age Gene Crafted Augur and Conscripts or Alchem Jackers. Huh. 
Augurn Conscripts. This one, I think we're going to see a lot because people are probably super jazzed. Yeah. And I, I'd love to see it. Um, and uh, I just want to double check something real quick. Yeah. So um, Augurn Conscripts. So uh, if you, you can take Augurn Brute Squads as troop choices. Mm-hmm. And with those selected as comp troop choices, gain the line unit subtype. All Discipline Masters, Medicaid, and Force Commanders select as part of the detachment with the Provenance that join Brute Squads. Uh, may ignore the usual restriction for joining it, joining a unit with the monstrous unit subtype. So take this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, let's say you're a Mechanicum player, and you're like, man, I love uh, those Augurin Servitors from Necromunda. Yeah. Take this and, like, a Skatari Marshal uh, as your Force Commander, and take Cyber Augmetics, and uh, you've got yourself... Slow and purposeful, feel no pain, six plus augurins. And you can put those in something that's uh, real exciting and very like industrial. Um, But we'll get there in a moment. Industrial stronghold, uh, detachment with this provenance may include up to two additional heavy sport choices. Uh, These must be killed with Lehman Russ units. In addition, all Imperialist militia Lehman Russ units. This province gained the following option. Um, you may include up to five additional Lehman Russes per squadron for 120 points each. And uh, you cannot take this with Unending Horde, Debased Rival, Tainted Flesh, or Augment Conscripts. Okay. Unending Horde um, is probably what you'd... Uh, let me make sure that I'm not talking over that yet. Um, so Unending Horde is probably what you'd want to take with Tainted Flesh for a real um, thematic game, especially if you're a fan of zombie movies. Because this detachment with this provenance gains the Endless Horde 4 plus special rule to all models um, with the Imperialist Malicious Infantry Squad and Levy Squads. But all Imperial Militia Grenadier Squads can only be selected as Elite's choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think you can take them in the other one, but uh, uh, in Tainted Flesh, but Endless Horde X, so Endless Horde 4 plus. When a unit composed entirely of models with this special rule, as its last model removed as a casualty, Control player may roll a d6 on a result equal to or greater than the value in brackets in unit identical to the one that was removed as casualties. <laughs> All models and war gear listed on the controlling player's army is placed in reserves and treated as a new unit. Um, on any other result, the unit is removed as casualties with no further effect. Any victory points that would be scored for the unit removed as casualties are unaffected and scored as normal. And any new unit that enters reserves may be used to score additional victory points if also removed as casualties. Furthermore, if a new unit is placed in reserves due to the special rule is later removed from play as casualties, it too can be returned to reserves <laughs> instead of being removed from play using this special rule. A unit with this special rule that has been joined at, by a model after or during deployment, such as among the ranks, militia Medicaid, independent character, is subsequently entirely removed as casualties and then returned to reserves um, instead of being removed, does not retain any models that had joined it when it returns to reserve. Such models are casualties and do not return to play. Yeah. So if you have Medicaid and stuff with it, the Medicaid die, they don't come back. Yeah, yeah, but the overall squad yeah. comes back. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so um, that is it for provenances. You got Discipline Master, Cadres, which are back. They can be mounted. Um, these are your uh, Commissars. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, they can instill order. They help with your really shitty leadership. Um, and their leadership eight, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you got a rogue psyker. They're traitor only. It's too bad, but it is what it is. Uh, and you can take up to nine militia wardens. Um, 
Militia Warden is just kind of like a bodyguard for it. Yeah. Um, it's a support squad, so you can never take it as a comp HQ choice. Uh, and then the uh, Wardens can take blast pistols, chainsaws, shotguns, stub carbines, last carbines. The stub carbine's good. Uh, and the Rogue Psyker can take a force weapon. Juice that thing up. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue Psyker got a few uh, cool psychic powers. Breach the Veil so it can summon in demons. Um, just like uh, the Esoterist, I think. <clears throat> you got the Command Cadre. Uh, this comes with a Lieutenant whose weapon skill, Ballistic Skill 4. Bodyguard who are uh, 3 and 3. Kind of wish they were Ballistic Skill 4, but it is what it is. Um, and uh, they've got LAS guns or auto rifles. Frag grenades, crack grenades, flak armor, household retinue. Um, they can take up to 15 additional militia bodyguards. Mm-hmm. So you can really make it heavy. Yeah. Uh, lieutenant can take melt bombs or refractor field. Lieutenant can exchange weapons for power weapons, chain swords, variety of pistols, power fist. Yeah. One unit, bo- um, bodyguard unit can take an Anzio Vox. One can take a standard. Any bodyguard unit can replace their last gun with the following options. Shotgun, stub carbine, last carbine, bolt gun. And any model with a LAS gun, uh, auto rifle, and bolt gun can take a bayonet for one point. Probably would. Yeah. Probably be smart. Uh, one bodyguard in the squad can exchange their LAS gun for a heavy stubber grenade launcher, long laser sniper rifle, flamer, melting on plasma gun. The entire squad can take character's armor for 20 points. Which is. Uh, and this is just like your command squad. Yeah, that's pretty Sorry, cool. go ahead. Oh, uh, the carapace armor for 20 points. I'd jack that squad up, give them 20 points of carapace armor. Yeah. Yeah, me too. 100%. No offense, but it's about it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then you get into your troops. You got an infantry squad. They're your regular, your meat and potatoes dudes. They're leadership 5'6". Um, they, uh, they're, they're 20 models, like, base yeah. for 80 points. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you want to you learn how to, like, paint a lot of infantry to a pretty <laughs> decent level pretty quick, holler at your boy or a little legend. He can help you, too. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of ways to outfit them. Strength in numbers. Uh, when a unit that is composed entirely of models with a special list, such as troop choice, then up to three such units can be selected to fill that troop choice slot. Mm-hmm. So that fixes kind of the issue that we had in first edition, where it's like, oh my god, like I can't make twenty five hundred, three thousand point army yeah. with enough infantry because you know, I can take twenty, but the friggin' solar auxilia guy can take sixty. Um, yeah, so this fixes it. Um, once deployed in the battlefield, uh, all units are selected as individuals. And when assigning additional models to the units using among the ranks of militia Medicaid, uh, each unit selected using the strength and number special rules considered separate and may have models assigned to it as per normal. So you don't lose the ability to take um, discipline masters and Medicaid. Yeah. Then you've got the Levy Squad. These are your uh, units of cats to heroes. Um, from the siege mm-hmm. they're expendable they also have strength in numbers so you can take them in uh you know basically tercios um however these guys can go up to uh 50 men strong yeah um and they're two points of dude but their weapon skill ballistic skill too <laughs> um so i just want five six i just want to state that these guys for a hundred points can have a 50 man squad they're garbage, but that's a lot of guys to kill. Yeah, that's a lot of guys. These are your pawns. Yeah, 
like we've said a few times, you're playing 4D chess. These are your pawns. Sacrificial and labs. You put these. Yeah, exactly. You put these guys on the front line and hope that they slow down or choke up the chain axes yeah. before they get to your grenadiers and your Sturdy's allies behind there. Yeah, 100%. Um, and you never gain victory points for removing that unit. <laughs> so Even better. You can, yeah, you can make them chew through fifty, but also like they could sweeping advance you. It's pretty easy. Yeah, because uh, you're initiative three, so you get fucked. Um, yeah, yeah. Grenadier squads. They do have line, which is good, uh, and they have support squad. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got las guns or auto rifles, close combat weapons, carapace armors per standard, and uh, they're tw- ten man strong. Threes across the board, basically. Um, uh, leadership six and seven they're a little more elite mm-hmm. they're veterans they've they've been around uh, and you can take up to an additional 10 of them um surgeon can take your usual suite of upgrades you can give them a nuncio vox uh, or a vexilla mm-hmm. uh any grenadier can exchange a las gun with a shotgun stub carbine or las carbine for free um your other option here if you were say using kazarkin for this and you weren't taking one of the provinces that like made it a juicy gun uh, I would probably make it a stub carbine because a stub carbine is like assault three. Okay, cool. So it's just it's more shots at less range. Mm-hmm. Um, or a bolt gun for two points, or hell, count them as bolt guns. I don't care. Um, you know, just communicate it with your opponent. What might be nice is if you got yourself some tokens, or got like you know took an extra base and put the weapon on the base. Mm-hmm. For Kazakhin, like if if you made them all bolt guns, like maybe bring a little like token along to show that they're bolt guns. Just I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here, right? Because you're not going to want to carve those models up. Like they're fucking so nice. Yeah. Um, and, and then you've got a fire support squad, which is also a troop choice. They're heavy militia. They're emplaced, which means that they can never make return fire Overwatch or the interceptor reaction. Um, and if they're forced to fall back for any reason, they're just removed as casualties. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guys are just getting up and they're leaving. They're running away. And this is your mortars, your heavy bolters, your las cannons, multi lasers. It's your heavy weapon teams. Yeah, yeah. You know them. You love them. Uh, militia reconnaissance squad. This is what it sounds like. They get flak armor, shotguns, scout, infiltrate, move through cover. They can take las carbines or star carbines. Uh, up to five models in the unit can take sniper rifles. So if you're making a sniper team, you can't like go up to ten guys and have mm-hmm. a ten man sniper team. You'd have five, which makes sense. Like. A starter's recon teams probably should have been limited to 10 or to five. I mean, like if you're infiltrating like that, you want to have a small unit. Yeah. You're not going to take a unit of 10 snipers and put them somewhere, like have them infiltrate a battlefield. Uh, Medicaid attachment. This is an elite choice. You get three Medicaid base. You can take up to nine additional ones. They're, they're your apothecaries. Uh, Ogren boot brute squads. This, I think we'll see a lot of they're a hundred mm-hmm. points base. Um, you get three of them, which is good because they come in boxes of three. Yeah. Um, they're weapon skill four, so they're used to beating stuff up. They're movement seven because they got longer legs. Ballistic skill two, they're strength five, toughness five. They got three wounds. They're initiative two because they're kind of slow, but they have four attacks. Base. Jesus. And leadership six and seven. Uh, the boss, so the sergeant has five attacks base. Um, they come with flak armor and a basic close combat weapon. They're bulky four. They got hammer or wrath two. So if you charge them in, you're getting two additional attack strength five. Yeah. You can take up to seven auger and brutes. <laughs> um, 
and uh, you got to upgrade them to get the Augurn boss for 15 points. But yeah. uh, any Augurn boss can take a power weapon or a thunder hammer, heavy bolter, heavy flamer. Heavy flamer might be okay if you wanted to take it. Um, auto cannon. Uh, auto cannon. I wouldn't take anything that really requires your ballistic skill. You can give them all carapace armor. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, for an extra five points per model, you can give them all another close combat weapon. So they're base five. <laughs> six, six on the on charge. charge. So you can have six. If you get the whole unit in there, you can have 60 crank five attacks uh, coming at you, um, hitting you on fours. Yeah. So statistically, they're going to hit with 30 of those, and then they're going to wound with like 20 of them. Good chance they're going to take a chunk of them out. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, uh, they can take a Ripper Gun instead for five points or a Thunder Stub, or they can take a Boarding Shield, give them a five plus invulnerable save. <laughs> make them even harder to kill. Yeah, yeah, just make them hard balls to kill. Um, you can take a Field Gun Battery, that's cool. That's the new uh, thing that comes in the Cadian box set. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's one, and you can take up to an additional five for a total of six. Uh, you can give them Carapace Armor for five points, so that's cool. Um, uh, per model. Mm-hmm. And um, they can exchange their Thunderblast cannon for heavy last cannon for twenty points, or a Calliope mortar for free. And they're emplaced, yeah. much like the other one. So you yeah. place them, you don't move. Um, fast attack, they can take an Arvis transport. Fast <laughs> twelve. It's forty points. It's basically uh, it's a flying basically, rhino. Um, well, it's more like a drop pod. Um, we're like a flying drop pod because the rhino at least has a bolter on it. Yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah, it is kind of like a flying rhino. It's 11, 11, 10. Yeah. It's got two, two hull points. points. Uh, it has smoke launchers, which is cool. Uh, and it can deep strike. Yeah. I'd probably deep strike it and get out immediately. Yeah, because that thing's just a coffin, a flying coffin. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now here's here's what I really like. We talked a little bit about making a bunch of augmented servitors. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, They've added a sheet for the Cargo 8 hauler from Necromunda. Mm. Um, it's movement 10. It's front 12, 11, 10. Three hull points. Transport capacity of 22. It's got a searchlight. It's got one access point at the rear. You can take up to another two Cargo 8 haulers for 40 points a model. Um, you can put some guns on them. Uh, you can take an armored container for 10 points. Which uh, ups the, it reduces the transport capacity to twelve, um, and gains the infantry transport special rule, so you can't put your hawkins in there. Yeah, but the side and rear armor go up by one to maximum of twelve, um, and you can take up to two additional pencil mounted heavy stowers. But you can take a whole bunch of transport trucks and just fill them up with augurans and just drive them up the field. <laughs> and the get out. <laughs> so that's so purposeful all of a sudden isn't such an issue yeah um, <laughs> that's hilarious yeah they're bulky four uh so you won't be able to do like a full squad of 10 in there but uh uh you can get five you can get five in there <laughs> five in each cargo uh cargo hall. oh that's so awesome drive them up uh then you get the cavalry squad Threes across the board as per normal, but movement 14, leadership 6 and 7. So if you're taking that provenance, then they're leadership 7, 8, which is really good. Uh, they get last pistols, basic close combat weapons, flak armor. They get a mount. They're relentless. They have scout, hammer, wrath 1, so they get extra attack and strength 3. Oh. Um, 
but they can take up to 10 of its mount riders, so 15. Um, Sergeant can take your usual suite, except for no parfist. Um, and you can give them shotguns, stub carbines. I'd probably do that, or militia lance if you want them in close combat. Yeah. Militia lance is pretty good. Carapace armor for two points per model. I would I probably, I might take a mouth lance, but I probably wouldn't. Your regular lance will, like, glance a rhino absolute hell or like yeah you scout gives them outflank so you can like i'm pretty sure it gives them outflank um i'm drawing a blank now but i had i had chris look into it i'm pretty sure because the outflank so if you've got like someone who really likes to bring world scorpiuses just flank a whole bunch of these guys with yeah. militia lances you'll last it to death into the side oh yeah you'll make sure for good um this is another new unit Militia Beastmasters. So the Militia Handler, freeze across the board, leadership seven, initiative three, he's a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, he's the same speed. I was thinking against the Algrams. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got your pistol and close combat weapon, frag grenades, black armor, uh, and he can take, you can take up to seven additional handlers, and any handlers can take shotgun, stub carbines, last carbines, but then the unit may include one war beast for each militia handler in the unit. And all war beasts in the unit must be the same type, chosen from those below. You can take a Mastiff for 10 points, Philidae, so a, like a Jaguar for 10 points. Yeah. Uh, you can take a Cayman, which is an alligator, for those who don't know, um, for 15 points. <laughs> or you can take a Raptor for 10 points. Um, they have different stats. Uh, you know, uh, The Mastiff can move 7 inches. I don't know how many that's relevant because you're, I guess... Skirmish helps. Yeah. You can have them move a little bit quicker. Philidays are eight. Caimans are six. Raptors are eight. They're all weapon skill four. The Mastiff is strength four. Cat's a little bit weaker at strength three. The Allocator's a little bit stronger at strength five. <laughs> Raptor's strength three. Um, the Raptor is probably meant to be a bird, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not like a dinosaur, but fucking make it a dinosaur. I don't care. Fuck make yeah. it a dinosaur, run it as a caiman. Um, do whatever you want. Cayman's toughness five. The rest of them are toughness three. Cayman's got two wounds. The rest of them have one wound. Uh, the Felidae is fast. It's initiative five. The Raptor and the Mastiff are fours. The Cayman's slow. It's three. They're all two attacks except for the Raptor has three, and they're all leadership five. Uh, the Raptor has no save, so it's a bird for sure. Um, and the Mastiff and Cayman have five pluses, and the Cat has a six plus save. Um, and uh, the Mastiff, Philidae, and Raptor have Fleet 1, so they're fast. The Mastiff has Furious Charge. The Cat is angry, no surprise there, and has yeah. Rage 1. Um, the Cayman has Feel No Pain 5+, and the uh, Raptor has Shrouded 4+. Um, so pretty rad. Yeah. You can take Sentinel Squadron. These are your mechanized guys. Yeah. Those are the mechanized subtype. They're bulky 5, so you could put them in a cargo hauler if you want to put three of them in there. <laughs> drive them up. They're weapon skill list skill three movement seven strength five toughness six wounds three initiative three attack one leadership seven so you use them to tar pit something probably yeah that toughness Um, toughness yeah they can take heavy flamers auto cannons missile launchers last cannons multi meltas multi meltas might be good so twin linked so ballistic skill three doesn't become much of an issue Um, heavy flamers would be good too though Um, yeah. Danger close with the Sentinels, who just popped mm-hmm. out of a cargo eight hauler. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd waste the 15 points on last can. I think I'd go multi melt and just drive them up and have them get out. Yeah. And then just start multi melting things. That's cool. Um, Thunderbolt fighter. You know it. You love it. It's there. Yeah. It's 120 points. Step third line. Take heavy crack or heavy frag rockets. Militia rapier battery. This is like your, you know, your, uh, regular ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Say it's the same ones that you get in um, the Astartes list. Yeah, yeah. The heavy bolt. Uh, Malkador heavy tank is back. Ah, uh, yeah. <sighs> I think I think if you're going to take the rapier batteries, I think you go um, laser destroyers or quad launchers. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you either want them to counteract active your last cannon team, or you want to um, use the quad launchers with frag shells and use them to just like pin units and. Yeah. That drop stuff. Malkador tank, you know it. You love it. Uh, it has. They have, they have dropped the front armor from 14 to 13 on it. They have, yeah. Side armor too. Uh, it's third line. It is reinforced though. Yeah. So kind of activated. It's okay. Um, it's pretty good. Lehman yeah. Ross. Heavy ordnance battery. Gun carriage. Uh, it's your usual, like, you know, the... Yep. Giant gun, put a big shell in and lobs it, kind of like a giant mortar. Yeah. Um, Gorgon heavy transporters there. It's a heavy support choice this time. Capacity 40. Uh, drive that bad boy up. Fill that full of. <laughs> what's it called? Uh, um, the Levy Warriors? Uh, Augurans. Augurans. No. Sentinels. Fill that full of Augurans. Sentinels. Yeah, we're still, yeah, still with Sentinels. <laughs> Shit. What bulky are Sentinels? They're five. I know I just said it. They're five? Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty good. You need eight Sentinels in there? Yeah. <laughs> just drive it up. It's got eight hull points. Uh-huh. 15, it's probably going to make it. <laughs> you know those Sentinels are getting cannon. into danger close. Oh, hell yeah. I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, your only Lord of War option is the Bane Blade, but it's cheaper. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, most cavalry mount. If you run, you gain Shroud of 5 plus. But, anyways, you can look through the rest of it. This is where um, I guess some of the weapons are a little bit different. The Thunder Stub is 6 inches. It's strength 6, AP 4, pistol 1, brutal 2, concussive 1. <laughs> Fuck. So, <laughs> but in your ballistic field, too, so good luck hitting with it. <laughs> Ripper Guns Assault 5, so your yeah. ballistic skill 2 might make up for that. Uh, it's strength 5, so it's pretty good. Oh, um, oh, man. Your shotgun isn't the same as an Astarte shotgun, but it is Assault 2 because it's just strength 3 instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. 4. Um, Kelly Update Mortar, uh, 48 inches, strength 5, AP 5, heavy 1, large blast, 5 plus, or 5 inches. Yeah. Pinning Barrage, Shell Shock 1, so you're taking pinning checks at um, minus one leadership, pretty good. Yeah, uh, I might have to just boogie on those like Cadians I got for Christmas. Um, <laughs> bolt weapons, uh, you know, you love them. Yeah, I can tell you about them. needle pistol, twelve inches, pistol two, poison three poison plus, three plus, pinning, assault uh, needler, eighteen inches, strength two, assault three, poison, poison three, three plus, plus pinning. pinning, needle cannon, heavy four, poison three plus. Pinning. Needle Volnus, heavy two, poison two plus, oh. reaching six plus, pinning, sniper. sniper. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> oh, um, you got your last uh, Laz weapons. Laz rifles, they come with blast chargers just like your solar auxilia cousins. Yeah. Last carbines assault to eighteen inches is what it is. Um well, I think the stub carbine's better, but uh flame weapons, you know them, you love them. Yeah. All the guns are no different. Missile weapons. Uh, the heavy crack rocket. So Thunderbolt Strength Eight, AP three. Heavy one, Skyfire, Thunder one use. So like you're gonna shoot down enemy aircraft pretty easy and your frag rockets are um, heavy one, large blast five plus ten, yeah. one use. Um, heavy crack rockets probably the winner on that one. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? A basic close combat weapon. Oh, I missed the stub carbine. You got the plasma weapons theme is normal. There it is. Volkite yeah, the stub same. carbine is twelve inches, so it's real tight quarters. Yeah, but it's assault three. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I think I like that as you know, unless you're in a upgrade like by the upgrades that way you can take the um full cut chargers as your hotshot last guns yeah um chain arts to chain axes chernable weapons are pretty juicy yeah probably put one of those probably take a chernable tab bar on my force commander if i was poorly militia lance is strength seven ap3 melee ungainly brutal two Sudden strike two, so your initiative five two-handed. Mm-hmm. So you're only getting one attack with it, and you're hitting on a five plus. But it's brutal two. It's AP three, and it's wounding on twos. Uh, you can only use it if you charge, but you're hitting an initiative five. So if you roll even decently well, you're gonna skewer yourself a bunch of fucking marines. With oh that. yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna fuck up a marine squad real good with that. Hmm. The Melt-A-Lance, I don't know that I would take, to be honest, especially after reading it again. Um, like, I mean, yes, you're hitting on, like, a 2-plus or whatever if you're hitting a vehicle. Yeah. Because it doesn't have a weapon skill, so it can't hit back. Um, but it's not AP2, it's AP3, so you're not going to, like, one-shot. And you can only take one, and it's one use. And you can only take, like, I think... One to three of them in a militia squad. So I can't remember if it's one per five or just one per squad. Um, and strength eight is not as good as strength seven with brutal two. Uh, like, I mean, brutal two is not going to matter if you're hitting a vehicle, but yeah. if you like ran these fucking guys into a dread dot. Oh, yeah. Like, you might kill it. Good chance you can kill a dread dot. Yeah, you're going to get you. You're going you're gonna to be causing so many wounds just because mm-hmm. of the strength I, I i i personally myself looking at this the melta lance is okay but militia lance is just all around better yeah. in my opinion yeah and i think the militia lance is like ex- or the multi lance is like expensive i'll have to take a look if i recall i want to say it was like 15 points that's way too many points for that yeah it's way too much way too much without ap2 uh, Thunderbolt. Uh, I think. Uh, let me see. So a Melt Lance, it's 10 points. Okay, it's 10 points. I still think it's 10 points. Well, it's 5 points more than a Militia Lance because a Militia Lance, you're going to need it's, uh, it's five, yeah. 5 points. But it's worth it. The, yeah, the Militia Lance, I think, is worth it. I don't think I'd get the Melt Lance. Like, it's such a situational thing. I don't, like... If you're running, maybe if you're running like a unit of five and you want them to like swing into the ass end of 
you know, uh, a whirlwind squadron or something, then yeah. sure, maybe. I think I think you're probably fine to use it, but I think the militia lance is the winner. Yeah, on that one, um, for me anyway. Um, yeah, for me anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's what I think. A ten man cavalry squad with all with militia lances, it's 140 points. And is 100% going to devastate any Marine squad it charges. Yeah. Like without, without question. Yeah. It's going to strike before them. It's going to, it's the brutal two. It's going to force as so many saves. It's not going to be even, it's going to be ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. just going to cause, but then it's also, isn't it AP3? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it doesn't even matter. It's just going to start yeah, exactly. killing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AP three is not really going to be relevant with brutal two. No, but that's where like, you know, if you run that thing into a unit of veterans, goodbye veterans. Like, yeah, exactly. If you run fifteen of those dudes into a unit of like ten veterans, good chance you're going to kill a chunk of like. Well, for weapon skill five, so maybe not, but you're still going to kill like a wallop of them. Yeah, it's definitely going to be worth because a veteran squad. Um, you're usually decking it out, and a veteran squad is going to be like 250, 300 points. They can get up there. Yeah, it's going to be a fair trade. Yeah, for sure. You're you're going to kill at least at least what you pay you're, for. You're gonna you're going to thin out their numbers enough that it's going to be worth you know losing a 140 point squad to whatever's left. Uh, yeah, 100. percent And that's 100%. only a 10 man squad. You could always up. You could always get more. So, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, the militia. Uh, cool. Um, they're kind of like, uh, they can do a lot of interesting wombo combos and could be, and very thematic. Like you could really make it very thematic. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I like, I like, I like the, the variety and I feel like you're going to never going to see two militia armies the same. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of the new Cadian, um, cause they're just such good models. Like, I think you'll see a ton of new Cadians. Yeah, but um, in terms of, but I, I hope hope we see like way more, especially like in an age of three D printing. Like, yeah, okay, you won't get to go play Warhammer World or whatever, but but yeah, um, like you know, three D print yourself, whatever you want, or just like you know, different heads or different bits, or three like, D mm. print yourself, you know, or fuck. I mean, even if you want to go about it legitimately, air quotes. Um, like anyone who bought boxes of Skitari, they either have hooded hazmat looking like hoods, yeah. which would look great on Cadians, especially the new ones. Mm-hmm. Just paint the you know the hands looking like gloves. Yeah, and uh, you know you've got yourself like some real chem dog looking dudes, um, or. Uh, yeah, pass them like or they'll have a bunch of those nightly looking heads and then just buy yourself a bunch of like scions or something and put those heads on them yeah and you got yourself like some caliban jagger looking motherfuckers um just to give you some ideas i guess <laughs> um how i'm in with your uh your uh, dark angels i don't know i hope we start seeing a lot more like allied detachments i i'd love to see just a whole event of militia only like and even at 2000 points you'd have so much infantry and shit on the board yeah and it'd be crazy 
Um, even if you did like a two v two, like yeah, <laughs> just you know, and it'd be awesome. It'd be a lot it'd of fun. Be, it'd be friggin' cool. Yeah, militia meta. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely um, going to be reading through these rules some more. Um, cause yeah, I've, I've got some crazy, crazy ideas now. Damn it! Yeah. This is why I didn't want to read these. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I just want to drop everything. Uh, I've got a really fun idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Anyway, cool. Uh, well, why don't we take our break and then we'll come back? You know, uh, with sport segment on gushing over what's new sounds or what's great. been revealed sounds great man Death and Betrayal podcast, our third and final segment, because uh, we realized that we timed recording this wrong. <laughs> so uh, it's gonna be a yeah, mega episode. I mean, point, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'll you know I'll try to ramble less. Um, oh, it wasn't about so, it wasn't uh, about rambling. That's not it at all. We just we've gone through a lot of content. That's true. We have. Uh, we're going through more. 
That's right. Uh, so, I mean, we, we briefly touched on like the crazy new Tyranid box set, all those juicy Terminators that you can put into your army. Yeah, we got, we got, we got uh, about it and we're not yeah, 40k, big into choice. 40k. But, no, uh, but they're the whole, the, the box set is awesome. And the models can yeah. be used as troop choices for your Legion. Mm-hmm. Well, the Terminators can. And maybe I'll start a second podcast. No, I'm just kidding. If I did, <laughs> it wouldn't be about, wouldn't be about another GW game. It would just be like indie games. Indie games. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, the first, first, uh, reveal that we got big juicy um it's one of my favorite chassis <laughs> that's the uh, plastic serastis knight lancer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh go ahead well i was just gonna say like it's pretty spot on to the forge world version mm-hmm. like like I'm, I'm looking at it right now i have the page up and if you were to put them side by side Besides the weight, I don't think you'd be able to tell the difference. No, probably not. This is also going to be more durable. Yeah, 100%. So if you're someone that likes to transport stuff, um makes me wonder if I should fire sell my uh, Ford Pearl uh, Castigator. But oh, yeah. I'm not going to. I'll just finish building it. Ah, the Castigator is such an awesome chassis. I love it. Yeah, that's my favorite one. I think I like. I think I'm gonna find like a macro saker or something. It's mm-hmm. about probably the same size as like the Gatling cannon, and I'm just gonna convert like a full size version, which unfortunately means I need to buy like an Atropos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just wait. And, it might be coming uh, out in plastic eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, but uh, I want to make like big sized versions of my crazy converted knights. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you're so, gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get a warlord titan then? No, I probably won't do that. I, won't do that. <laughs> I I've like oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, how much is that Canadian right now? I mean, I would love to own one, and I think I've seen we've seen one in person. Alex has one, our buddy Alex. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. it's huge. And, the thing is a monstrosity. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm in the out group here. I I'm not keen to build and paint something that large. Um, I, I, unless I really had a dedicated space to show all my stuff off. Whereas right now, like I kind of just put everything away when it's done. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you on that one. Um, Cause I'm likely never going to use it. Like I'd sooner build a small night house. Yeah. Um, you know, like a crazy converted one or whatever. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, Moirax can't go into night houses and regular heresy, I think, anymore. So I'd have to, uh, that kind of screws up the composition of my, um, of my uh, Order of Sinister mm-hmm. um, night chassis, but um, that's okay. That's okay. I can figure something else out. So, um, but yeah. I was just going to say. There's a little Eye Horus on this, so you can show your allegiance. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm just on the Forge World website right now, and a mm-hmm. uh, base, basic Warlord Titan is $2,200 without any weapons. That's no weapons. You got to buy those separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd paint like a shoulder panel on one, maybe. Just have, um, some, just have some fun with it. 
Yeah, or I'd paint like a head and just like mount the head on like a, a plinth or something. That'd be cool. That would you uh, can you can buy just the head. That'd how much so is just the head? Uh well the Warbringer head's $144. Um and then you got the Mars pattern uh Warlord head Titan head is 154, but it also comes with these like shields. Um they look fairly large, almost the same size as the head. Like they're flat, but like they're fairly large. Almost like mm. a decorative shield. Like it looks like an actual like you, shield. Um oh yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you can get the Mars Alpha. Yeah. Inner Titan head comes with two shields. That's cool. Um Yeah, that'd be neat. Um yeah, that's the only head that's sold separately. But yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah. That's pretty pretty alright. But yeah, so um, so yeah, mm-hmm. you you're wanting to build a night house that um mimics or is the exact same as your your um Titanicus night house, right? Yeah, exactly. Like if I was gonna build like a full night house, I'd I'd love to do it like that. That would be cool. Um, you know, yeah, like I'd have to find something to make the to redo the shield out of, or I'd have to three D print something. But um, that'd still be I'd so. Find bad. someone to sculpt it for me. Um, because the shields are like custom designed, custom converted. Um, but yeah. On that note, actually, uh, so I I saw like somebody entered like a open demon entry. Um, it's pretty much like a scratch built gray knight. Yeah. And for all the like cloth and uh, like wraps and the majority of the purity seals and stuff, yeah. they used um, like thin polystyrene and just like heated it with a lighter, I think, to oh, like, yeah. make it pliable and, and, and mold it. Um, so I'm going to pull off some of the, because I have just like plastic uh, purity seals and stuff on it, which look good, but um, I feel like giant overflowing ones would be like way more ahead uh so i'm gonna swing the bat a little bit on making some of my own that way and then making a purity seal is pretty easy you just put like a little dollop of green stuff milliput on the top of the thing and like push a pen into it and then just shape it yeah um and uh but yeah i want to try try something crazy like that um after seeing it so i bought a couple of polystyrene sheets today Oh, nice. Uh, a couple of real thin ones. I need to buy a lighter, though, because I don't have a lighter. So uh, <laughs> I need to try to heat them up a little bit and, and move them around and change them. And and hopefully hopefully it looks good. Or hopefully I can get it to work. If not, I'll have to do the friggin' green stuff and regular purity seal way. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fine like, to have some small purity seals, but I want like some big flowy ones that aren't going to like break. Yeah. Like if I if I had made them out of say regular like milliput stuff, yeah, yeah, well, milliput high, green stuff, high chance of them getting broken. Yeah, because the, the plasticizer mm-hmm. is definitely going to be um, a lot more durable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Particularly like because I I may um, uh, like I, I mean you managed to get a ticket, but I was kind of like, oh, if there's not a ticket for Craig, then move me over to the Titanicus event. Yeah. If they like really, really have to, they'll still move me over there. Um, the boys in the Golden Throne event, yeah, um, which will make flying over there easy because I won't need nearly as much. I'll just take my little skirmish box yeah. that I have, yeah. Um, 
and uh, but I, I need to print the base. So this is for them, which is actually why I bought this new print and cure space instead. I don't have to cure it like I'm making moonshine. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because uh, originally I was like, I can make a cure station, and yeah, I mean it worked kind of good, but I was like, holy crap! Like I've made this way more labor intensive to really save myself like a hundred dollars. <laughs> um, what's my time worth? Uh, you know, and crouching down onto the ground to use my special UV light and whatnot. So yeah. I was like, that's dumb. I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, so got myself a nice new cure station, nice. washing cure station. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this night is sick. Uh, I think it means we'll get other giant plastic nights. Um, I mean, not, not, I imagine the head and the weapon and the shield are probably like on their own sprue. Yeah. And then we'll just get like the same body with a different head and different arms. No, hundred percent. And you'll get the castigator. I hundred percent agree. Like the chassis is the same across all that, all those nights. Um, mm-hmm. Flame one, the flame one, the castigator, and 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 the uh, Celestis. Um, it's the same chassis, just different armor bits, different head, different weaponry. Obviously. Um, yep. So I'm imagining we're probably going to see these pumped out. You know, the castigator coming out right away. You know, shortly after. Um, and then the flame one, I can never remember what it's called. It's an Acheron. Serastus Knight Acheron. Serastus Knight Acheron. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. I mean, it sucks that I do have my own Forge World Castigator sitting in half built in a, in a bin because they're originally, I was originally going to be using it as a heavy, uh, or super heavy for my, or Lord of War for my uh, Sons of Horus and mm-hmm. then got distracted and redid my Sons of Horus. And then it just kind of sat there. So I've had it for a couple of years now. I just, I need to finish it. Well, yeah, maybe we should both finish ours and then have a night fight. That would be and awesome. We joust. should do that. We should do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I also have a castigator just sitting now. Like, I think I've built one leg. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. I, I mean, I've got my chassis. Let me see how much. I'm going to just take a yeah. look here. And I might have a Volkai macro sitting around that I can. Uh, and if the one that I have doesn't fit, I can steal yours off your Kratos. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, yeah, I've, I've still got it on its sprue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to like draft and 3D print a giant Xenophase blade though to replace the Xenophase arm, and I'm gonna need a uh, Knight Mortar Axe body. Uh, not a Knight Mortar Axe body. Um, like an Atropos. Yeah, and I add her boss body, um, which is not a stock, of course, uh, because on my my high king, I swapped the chest out. Okay, so his main his main chassis is like the regular um, Serastus. Yeah, so he's got like the the more knightly legs because um, I didn't feel like going with all knight Atropos because those ones are. Um, like the in in Titanicus, the Serastus pattern comes in like boxes of four, and the uh, Atropoth come in like sets of two from Forge World. Yeah. Um, so I'd be buying tons of those just to get the the uh, the legs. Yeah. And 
I kind of wanted them to more match like a Warlord Sinister Titan, which really just looks like a regular Warlord Titan. You know, it's got lots of trim and crap on it. It still looks somewhat knightly for the Order of Sinister. Um, it just has insane weapons on it. So I was like, okay, well, I should probably make my my knights look more knightly, but just with insane weapons on them and little bits and yeah. here and there and conversion pieces. So, um, yeah, I'm going to need one of those, I guess. And then I'll have to get one of those plastic Serastis knights when it comes out and make an afterpost out of that. Um, Absolutely. Titanicus... I have a, I did buy a couple of Atropos, but I'm not really using the bodies because I used one of the chests in the conversion, and then yeah. I'm putting the armaments on the more knightly looking knights. Yeah, again, so it all just looks yeah yeah like it's supposed to be there. Um, it's probably I don't want to know what I've spent on the conversion material for these things because I bought three boxes of like Moirax, but I want to take. I want to swap the shoulder pads and the um, legs for the regular knight armigers for um, uh, for Titanicus, just because like the the heads on the Atropos are already like they've got little skulls and stuff on them, so they're already crazy. Yeah, um, they cool. But anyway, right on. So that was mm-hmm. the first thing. Yeah. The next was a bit of a peek into the new campaign book. Yep, Siege of Chthonia. Mm-hmm. So we know that we're getting two new heroes, so we've got two new heroes coming out for that. Uh, the first is Varen Ashuradon. Mm-hmm. Um, He's the Sons of Horrors. Familiar naming convention. Yep. yep. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's straight up sounds like a Sons of Horrors name. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like our boy Fafnir Ran, he's in uh, Artificer Mark III. Mm-hmm. Which uh, leads me to believe that the on the timeline there's like a plastic mark update. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing the plastic mark update is Mark Three. Um, so I'm gonna pump the brakes on the refresh of my Ashen Claws. See if a lot of Mark. See if a lot of Mark Three and God forbid Mark Two come out. Well, so, um, so I'm currently on the Plastic Space Marine Assault page, and they clearly have a picture of. A uh, land raider, some uh, sons of horse land raider, a Jodeo dreadnought, and some Mark Three Marines. Now, I yep. firmly believe these guys are not the one, the forge rolled ones, because of the knee pads. The knee pads are yep. almost squared, whereas the for- even the plastic ones are 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 round, like they're circular, like mm-hmm. it's like a circular kneecap. These are yeah. not the same thing. These are yeah, plastic. I archery. like these one. I like these oh, ones are much better. So good looking. Yeah. So that's why I'm gonna like hold out because I know the Ashen Claws use like a ton of Mark II. I'm not convinced that we're gonna get Mark II. Although if we did, I think it'd be pretty sleek. Like I don't think mm. it would look as like flared out on each plate. I think it would be segmented plates, but just kind of in like a straight boot, kind of like you can see under the, this Mark III plating. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, or closer to like the cataphracti eye. Yeah, where yeah the back it's only the back, like on the back of the cataphract. Yeah, yeah, suits of armor. Uh, but I yeah yeah yeah. But I'm happy like if we got these and like and if I just mixed Mark Four and Mark Six together, uh, I'd be fine to do like a whole new Ashen Claw bit just out of that. Especially so, with these like plastic assault marines. So I I just I just noticed the bolters are mm-hmm. different. Yeah. So the Phobos, yeah, yeah. the they've, Phob- got, they've got a bigger caliber. They got well, it's bigger. Barrel, I mean. 
No, but if you look at where the hand is holding the gun, mm-hmm. that's squared off. On uh, it's, the, oh, it's more, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. rounded. Sorry, it's it, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, rounded. It's ergonomic. And, yeah, and you even if and you look at sight. yeah, if you even look at like the hand, the fingers, they're not like they're more wrapped around it, like they're molded with it and not mm-hmm. separate from it. Yep. These are yeah, these are these uh, are one hundred percent the Mark Three. These are going to be the next. Uh... Yeah. When do they come out? I think so. And then you can use your you know your whole box of special weapons. Uh, Mark updates in autumn. autumn. Yeah, more Lords of War. So I'm guessing more night patterns. Yeah. Maybe a plastic uh, mastodon. Uh, Dreadnought, which I'm guessing is that Daredeo. Yeah, yeah, I'm guessing it's Daredeo too. Yeah, and an armor mark update. And I like how this. It, I like how they break this out into plastic and resin. Um, there's yeah. mystery army release. I'm guessing Mechanicum. I'm guessing demons. Mm, maybe. Um, I'm going to stick with Mechanicum. Or Solar Auxilia. Could be Solar Auxilia. That'd be cool. Ooh. So they've been expensive. Yes, um, they have been. And being that they're all resin and you need a ton of them, it's very expensive. Like It's it's it's, it's considerably more mm. expensive than a uh, than a regular uh, yeah. Legion army. Yeah, and then we're getting just oodles of characters. Uh, so yeah. Vander Darius and Baron Sheridan, who we're kind of half talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, and then new characters and upgrades in the summer. And then mm-hmm. in autumn, a Primarch. So we're getting an, another Primarchs refresh. I'm hopeful it's uh, Korax. Um, Why Korax? Uh, like, just because we know that his whole demeanor and everything changed, and this feels like it's sort of a post-Istvan world. Okay. Um, uh, now, I mean, it also could be Omegon. See, I'm thinking it's Angron, and not Demon Angron, but the the original mm. the original Angron that they put out is tiny compared yeah. to every other Primarch. He does not fit the scale properly, and I think we're probably going to get a post Istvan three Angron. Um, yeah, probably. maybe then they'd have three Angron models. Chaos players could never complain again. They still complain. <laughs> well, or uh, or yeah. it could be a new Fulgrim. Uh, maybe a yeah, demon Fulgrim. Could yeah, could be a demon Fulgrim, 100%. Um, maybe maybe a uh, zombie um, Ferris Manus, you know, holding his own head. Nah. <laughs> no, because uh, I think that, isn't that head like chained to fucking Horus's hip? I believe it is. Yes, you're right. I believe you are correct. And Fulgrim like hand his head over. Yeah, hold, yeah, um, to show his loyalty to Horus. You are right. That head is currently attached, or was attached with Horus's belt. Mm-hmm. I knew it. You are, uh, you are the correct. The best kind of correct. But yeah, yeah. So, so, um, new Primarch. That's a lot. There's a lot of speculation out there on that one. Um, yeah, there's no way. There's no way we could guess it. I mean, there could. We got a one in twenty chance, but yeah. um, uh, we could. Uh, it could be Jagged Tycon. It, it could be Jagged Tycon oh, yeah. on, on his bike. Yeah, hundred percent could be that. Uh, because most players are who want who have a White Scars army are going to want him on a bike. Mm-hmm. I want to check something real quick because there was something I noticed a while ago. 
Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it with Miles because he didn't notice it. Okay. Um, I, I want to hear this. I love this speculation. Never mind. Uh, Sanguinius was on no longer available for like a while. Oh, so maybe a different Sanguinius loadout? Yeah, but he's he's back. Oh, he's, okay. he's added to card again. But yeah, it was like, oh, maybe maybe something's up with the with the man here. Um but yeah, we've got I don't know. Probably won't be Perturabo. No, I couldn't um, see it being Perturabo. He wasn't a demon yeah. prince by the time he the Siege of Terra. Um I can't imagine it's gonna be a, a different there's no reason for a different uh Conrad Kurz. Uh the lion Maybe just... Lorgar transfigured. Oh yeah. Because Lorgar's one of the earlier sort of smaller primary models as well. Yeah, you are right. I, I you're very right. It could be because he does have two different stat lines. That that would make sense. So my if I had to hedge my bets on something, I'd say Logar Ascended or Jagged Icon on a bike. Even though I know yeah. he just got a, a model about, you know, five years ago. Um, that's what I would put my money on. Just because he him walking around just doesn't feel like how you, you, you perceive him, like especially at the Siege of Terra. He wasn't he wasn't walking around, he was on a bike. No, hundred percent. But with I can see this being tied more to like the next campaign book that comes out after this one. Okay. Um, and that's, I think that's part of why I'm not unconvinced that it could be Korax. Uh, Cause Korax kind of led like the shadow war. He got pretty wounded at Ispan. Yeah. And then kind of came back all honoring. And he used to have two stat lines. Yeah. Just like Lorigar used to have two stat lines. Um, so um, I can't okay. remember what it was called now, but can I just interrupt? He was you? wounded. Yeah, it's all good. Sorry. Um, so I'm looking at the uh, Horus Ascended model right now, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at there's some dead Mark Three Marines at his feet with oh. the new with the new knee pad with the new look with the new look. They've it's been right there the entire freaking time. God damn it. Forest Ascended. Some real uh, sleuthing you're doing there, my friend. <laughs> I was just looking at the... I, I, I was just looking at the ball because I was trying to look for Ferris's head on his belt. Yeah, there is. And there's... all, But here's... Like, there's also the old style on there, too. Yeah, you're right. I like see right, it. Right, right in the front. Yeah, right in the front. But then uh, that back that back one up on the... On the uh, yeah, right, you're right. It's a, more of a squared out or rectangular... Uh-huh. Damn you. Damn you, Games Workshop. Oh, I I see you. This People could have already put this together a long time ago, and we're just behind the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just behind on it. Um, I'm going to rotate this guy a little bit, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It doesn't rotate very good on an iPad, just FYI. Uh, Well, thankfully, I'm doing it on a laptop. Yeah, Uh, the shoulder pad is round but it's definitely not the mark three shoulder uh, or knee pad that we're, we know we know yeah yeah you're right mm, maybe yeah. we weren't as sleuthy as we thought we were it's not um, it's definitely not the same knee pad but it's it's not the one that you see in the uh in the photo 
Yeah. Maybe Whose a little... head do you think has the long hair on his belt? <sighs> I don't know. Who would that be? I don't know. If you know, let us know. Because uh, I don't think that's Ferris Manus's head. No, I think Ferris is the one that's been one of the ones that's been brass or gold plated, bronze, yeah. bronzed. I think it's the one right next to the the eye of Horus on his belt. Yeah, God. yeah, on his right side. Yeah. Um, God, that's mm. a sexy. Model. I also saw. I also saw a gorgeous conversion by uh, Wilf, um, using the old Horus model and a Syrian Malik. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, uh, don't know if I have it on Instagram, but I do have it in a discord chat. Ooh, um, so I can at least, I can send it to you. You can enjoy it. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty sexy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because we, we get distracted so easily. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm, I'm like pretty excited for Badass, man. I know, I know. Um, but so going back to the characters, once you said, once you find them, but the characters, mm-hmm. this new Sons of Horrors character, um, it's a great looking model. Uh, I love the chunkiness of the you know Artificer Mark III armor. The axe is pretty cool. I like how he's got the I would assume is a Catholian Catholian blade. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's just just badass model. I mean, I could I could see I'm I'm gonna get one just because I'm a Sons of Horus you know freak. Uh and I think it's awesome looking. Um, I do like the head, the the bear head. He does not look like a stable man. There, that is not a stable man. That 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 that, that space ring's got some demons up in his head. Yeah, he looks like the Joker. Yeah, he he is like even under his eyes the way they 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 darkened it and around his lips and whatnot. Yeah, it is not a sane human being or sane space marine. But yeah, the model's awesome. It's it's uh, I I love it. Uh, I I could see myself doing some conversions with this guy. I could see myself. Um, I, I'm gonna have one just as you know a special character. Uh, because mm-hmm. uh, because well, it's a cool looking model. Um. And yeah, I could see myself doing some real cool conversions with this. But then the Imperial Fist mm-hmm. also got a, a, a new character. Yeah. Now, um, real quick before that, though, oh, the yeah. reason I think Mystery Army is Mechanicum is because they specifically say that he's overall commander of the Sons of Horus invasion fleet, and he besieged the Warmaster to recapture their homeworld. So he's assembled a mighty force of Space Marines, Titans, and Dark Mechanicum Tagmata. Mm. So I think it's probably going to be like dark Mechanicum over Sage's Mechanicum, but then you know you'll probably get like plastic phallax or something. That'd be so awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. He looks like Lex Luthor more than he looks like the Joker. Yeah, you're right, Lex Luthor. I see that. Yeah, yeah. Lex Luthor. Not that that's a bad thing. Lex Luthor with a top knot. It's a cool looking mm-hmm. model, and I mean that's the thing. Like I'm looking at it, and I can't decide. I, I, like normally, I, I look at a model, and be like, okay, yeah, I, I'm not doing bare head on that one, or I'm going to do bare head on this one. Uh, this one, like both are so cool. Both are so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can see myself buying a couple of these down the road, more than one, because um, we always need another HQ. I always need, I always have conversion ideas. 
Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, and, and then we've got uh, Lord Castellan Evander Garius. Yep. Um, easy Siegebreaker conversion out of this guy. Oh, my God. This is another model I think they uh, really hit it out of the park. The only thing I don't like is the dead Sons of Horus or the dead Marine on the ground with, like, the melted hole in his, in his armor. Why? <sighs> because... He got Volkited. Well, I know. I'm just... It, it just it's it's forcing. I mean, I feel like people are going to see this and 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 feel like they because it's such a cool effect. It looks cool, but not everyone's going to be able to paint the same way that Forge World does. I mean, I don't know if I can make that glow effect like that. Oh, I can teach you to make that glow effect. Yeah, but you're not. Well, you, that ain't hard. It ain't just, hard to teach you. I mean, I mean, I mean, I just. It, I get it. It's cool, but at the same time, eh, you're you're yeah, forcing. I understand where you're coming from. It's it's almost a daunting like, effect. It's a daunting effect, and you're kind of forcing people to do. it. I mean, you could also have it that's already cooled down too. So, you know, that's true. You know, yeah, yeah, you could do that way. Um, I think it's cool that they have it glowing, but then also the the skin is all gone off the skull. Like like all the meat's gone from the skull. Like it's been gone for a while. I it, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a separate piece. I'm sure it's not molded under. The no, place, I but. doubt it. I mean, you could just put a tactical rock under there. But yeah, like the, the model itself, yep. um, Lord Castellan, uh, he is badass. Yeah, Lord Castellan. Pardon me. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. seeing. I'm not. They didn't show if he has a, an unhelmeted head. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think a good uh, space wolf conversion basis. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean. It's it's a cool model. I think it has a lot of conversion potential. I like the I like the the power fist. It's it's it feels weighty. Like it feel it looks like it has some weight behind it. Yep. Um like almost like it's uh not a normal power fist like the Imperial Fist get. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, overall it's a great looking model. So yeah, I think uh, a lot of convert- potential out of that one. Yeah, a lot of potential for a lot of different uh, legions out of this one. I believe. I agree with you. Yep. Um, yeah. You know the cape on the back. The, I like. I like the cape. It definitely could be converted to a space wolf. Really easy. Just get rid of like the symbol, the imperial mm-hmm. fist symbol at the bottom of the cape. You know. The the yeah. The You're Vulca- gonna have to be exacting with your scalpel, but you can do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could definitely do it. Um, yeah. or some, um, of those soft sanding sticks. Yep. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. it would take a lot longer, but I mean, you definitely, you're taking off less material with each pass. So you're not like trying to scalp, you're not gouging into the cape. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, like overall, I never, like the, the, the models that Forge World has been putting out the new characters and whatnot, and just new models in general, just been fantastic. Like I, I don't have any complaints at all. Like they are really knocking no. a lot of this shit right out of the park. Yep, I agree. Um, we already kind of touched on the plastic soul marines. Yeah, they're what you think they are. They're, they're plastic Mark Six of soul marines. Yeah, and they're only um, it's only a rendering right now. So yeah, yeah, like late this year, I think, or early next year. I can't remember. So, um, uh, winter. We're gonna see them winter of this year. Winter. Yeah, okay. or it says winter, so it could uh, be anywhere between, you know, the end of twenty twenty three and the beginning of twenty twenty four. 
Yep. Um, so we got new characters and upgrades coming in the winter for resin. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, like you said, probably has to do pretty with, much every season. Yeah, including spring, a primer. Oh yeah, yeah. Every every season we get a new character or a primer. Yep, and upgrades. So I'm assuming the upgrades we'll see is pro- will probably tie into the assault squad, uh, the assault squad, and the upgrades, the new character and upgrades might have to do with the lancer. Maybe you buy the castigator parts and whatnot separately. Yeah, could. Yep. Yeah, J- just uh, right. I'm just firing in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting melee weapons, uh, plastic melee weapons. Maybe they heard everyone bitching about the uh, Forge World Mark VI ones. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That was pretty annoying, and it's expensive. And if you want, even and they only give you enough. They don't even give you enough to do five man like squad. They don't like they do, but like yeah. if you don't want to have that heavy chain sword, you know, kind of shit out of luck. Uh, getting a new Legion Command squad. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, is yep. it going to be in? You know, armor is it going to be Terminator armor? Who knows? That's going to be cool. Yeah, it'll probably be Mark Six. I feel like what they'll probably do, and I have no basis for this other than <laughs> what I would do, um, because like they're never going to get rid of Firstborn stuff in like 40k, mm-hmm. but it's kind of outdated. It's you know, it's not the same scale. It's out of scale with the new Chaos Space Marines. Yeah. Um, they'll probably replace every like plastic 40 K firstborn kit with plastic. Heresy. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic heresy stuff. And then just use those for your firstborn. If you really want to be a firstborn guy instead of a primary staff. Yeah. That'd be yeah. my guess. But if you want to be a firstborn guy, why don't you just come play 30 K? Yeah, true. Um, Cause maybe you want to play bad. Adam. Maybe this is true. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and uh, then we got. Go ahead. Got a hint. No, go ahead. Oh, we got a hint oh, of something else. After that, we got a hint. Yeah. Um, so uh, we've been getting hinted at it for a while. Pretty sure this confirms it. Uh, Epic is coming back, but it's coming back for the Horus Heresy. Yep. Uh, this is, again, not confirmed, but confirmed kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Even the way even the way they show the. Uh, the um, symbols on the the screen, like the Sons of Horus, like the rectangular bases or the rectangular mm-hmm. shape, and that that's that's the the bases from the same base shape as it was an epic. Like this, yep. this basically is epic. Um, it's supposed to be, from what I'm hearing, the rumors are same scale as Titanicus and yep. eight mil and uh, Aeronautica. So I'm sure you're probably going to be able to use your Titans and your aeronautica stuff mm-hmm. these those things were you were in epic as well mm-hmm. um so this channel will eventually probably turn into a horus heresy 30k and epic because <laughs> yeah. um, i plan on doing it i'm pretty sure you mm-hmm. do seeing how you are titanic is and titanic. And we have we have aeronautica too <laughs> yep <laughs> like 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 like, like we're, we've already we're already halfway there for epic armies like jesus Mm-hmm. We just need, and actually, I have a whole like epic army printed, but I think it's yeah. printed in six mil. Oh, okay. um, yeah, but it's but fun. yeah. So I uh, mean, epic's coming yeah. down the epic's coming down the uh, the pipeline. Uh, we don't know when. If I had to guess, 
2024, maybe 2025. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm hopeful. We'll see it maybe summer 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably a reasonable, probably a reasonable assumption. Cause we're going to get, like, we just got heresy last year. Mm-hmm. The year before that, I think they did. I think Age that was, Sigmar. yeah, the new edition of Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the year before that was ninth edition, I think. Um, so they moved quickly from ninth to 10th edition. 10th edition will be the summer. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And, and, and I, I, again, I don't play Age of Sigmar, but I hear it's in a really good place. So I can't see them being like, all right, let's put a new edition out. Yeah. So can change everything. Now right? we, um, we have seen, we have actually seen models of the new, um, old world stuff. So old world might be coming yep. out, um, next year, but if I, Betting man, I don't think it's. I think it's going to be a boxed game. Epic? No, old world. I think epic. No, I think epic will be a boxed game. Old world's going to be like Horus Heresy for fantasy fans. Oh, okay, gotcha. Fair enough. Yeah. So you'll have forty yeah, k and Age of Sigmar, and then you'll have old world and yeah, uh, Horus Heresy. Yeah, okay, cool. Because yeah, yeah. old world, I I think because I've been kind of looking at it like. I'm kind. I'm I'm interested in old world. I never fully got into fantasy. I wanted to. Yeah. My roommate when I got here, you know, we'd go into the games workshop store and we were like, oh, we kind of want to play fantasy. He was much more of a fantasy minded guy. Yeah. He's like, I'd be more keen for this, but none of the models really spoke to us because a lot of them were outdated. Yeah. Um, and we both wanted wood elves, so we agreed to just not do it. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, and then shortly after that, Age of Sigmar came out, and we kind of we bought like the beginner set, and then I was like, oh, I don't really care about these Sigmarite guys. Um, particularly at that time, they were bulky and reminded yeah. me of World of Warcraft, which I don't like. And, mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't wasn't into it. Uh, and um, but I, if I recall correctly, the old world takes place like way 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 before the end times and like way before even like regular fantasy took place okay so i don't know i don't know if it's as far back i think it's as far back as um like sigmar like himself okay yeah. like when he was just kind of a man yeah and makes the empire or like shortly after he's formed the empire i think um or something along those lines. Because, uh, you know, it's supposed to be like, I think, an age of heroes and the Tomb Kings are there. So this is like before the Tomb Kings go to rest for a huge amount of time, uh, like they did in fantasy before they get back up. And um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what it looks like. But all of the models look freaking awesome. Like mm. all the ones that they've previewed look unreal. And it's yeah. on square bases. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's going to be its own thing. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be right. freaking sweet. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm keeping an eye on that. I'm not not ready to go all in on it. But what I am ready to go all in on is uh, the new Kill Team expansion, Ashes of Faith. Oh yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you looked at this piece or not. I, I Did you don't. look at this? No. Uh, so this is like an expansion. I don't know if it'll come with terrain or not, but it's packed with forty miniatures. 
and a deep narrative campaign system full of territories to capture and schemes to concoct, it's basically Inquisitor 2.0. Oh, so, and and most, yeah, and most of the models are actually like reimaginings of the old like giant Inquisitor models, like the veteran guardsman with the pole arm. Okay, uh, this is um, Inquisitor. What am I looking for here? I'm looking. Uh, kill team, ashes of faith. There's two kill team ones. There's the first one, and then I think the old world thing is after that. Um, let me. I'll just go back a page instead. Of, yeah. So, uh, if you're scrolling down the page, it's the old world. Then it's ashes of faith. Then it's Warhammer Heroes. I'll learn load more. That's why. Yeah. Um. And what's pretty cool about this is the Inquisitor ones will allow you to kind of build like your Inquis your Inquisition team, mm -hmm. but then you can like deputize or second smaller portions of other kill teams. So like you can like you can build your regular one out of you know here's your options to build your little Inquisition team, and then the box also comes with a squad of Scions and yeah. a squad of Sisters of Silence. Mm -hmm. So you can take either of them with your Inquisition team, or you can second uh, Kazarkin, Imperial Navy Breachers, um, Adeptus Arbe Arbides, or Veteran Guardsmen. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and then there's tons of like wild chaos stuff on the other side. So there's yeah. like these crazy like Nurgle priestly type dudes. Uh, there's these guys that have like mutated like insane amounts, like all these look crazy and insane mm. to paint. Um, and, and it has a complete start to finish campaign system that only needs a kill zone to play will offer a widely different experience every time. Um, so, so I'm, cool. I'm super excited for this, like being a narrative player. Yeah. And we've been playing kill team on like my Sunday garage hammer groups. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, a campaign would be cool. And I think this will do it. Um, because it'll give you a means to make like your own stuff, and like this feels like somebody just read the old Blanchitsu articles, like yeah. Pilgrimage, where they played Inquisimunda, um, and played like a whole campaign system out, and we're just like, that's what we're doing. We're doing that now. Mm -hmm. Um, so after after Bad Adam, I want to do that next. I think that's, like just bespoke so cool. Inquisition kill teams. That's so um, cool. Mm hmm. So I'm very excited for that one. And then obviously like the next season of kill team doesn't come out till like later this year. Yeah. That is, uh, autumn. Yeah. Um, but I think that one's going to be like striking scorpions or mm. exodites as the other big rumor. Mm. Um, and then it could be because it says like deploy infiltration units. Like, so it's a very short teaser yeah, and it's just kind of like Eldari presence detected. Deploy infiltration units. Yeah, so it could be like new Space Marine scouts. Oh yeah, yeah. Like resized scouts, kind of like the Black Templars got some of them. Yeah. Um, or uh, it could be like a Mechanicum specific kill team or Mechanicus specific kill team, because they have um, uh, they literally have a unit called infiltrators. Um, mm. Sicarian infiltrators. So it could be that. Um, That'd be so cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but so the the Gallo Dark has like been what this season's been on, 
and you can kind of follow through it. And like, it's this giant space Hulk where all these different interactions are happening. Right. So like the Arbides extraction squad was on there to like reclaim some piece of Imperial tech or something. Yeah. And they run into dark Eldar like in the ship. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the like chapter three chapter one is like Imperial Navy breachers, like mm. land on the space Hulk. And there's um, crew pirates that they run into. Right. Uh, and then the crew pilots, or pirates like uh, that that's like the first the starter box if you will mm-hmm. that had come out like last year um and uh you know had the rule book all that kind of stuff yeah. and then they had they had uh shadow vault which was the kazarkin versus necrons and the story in that was awesome like um because it's a space hulk so it's a bunch of like crap that got smacked together in the warp mm. um it like the kazarkin were on an inquisition ship because it was there from before the Necrons woke up, this mm. team of Kazarkin. Okay. And so, uh, like, they're with this Inquisitor who's, like, trying to say, like, there's this insane race. I've been trading with Eldar for information on it. Uh, and they, like, almost put the boots to the Eldar mm. um, when the Eldar were, like, at their peak. And they've all gone to sleep, but they very well could come back. And the Eldar are worried they might come back. And all the yeah. other Wordos, you know, Inquisitors are like, you goofball. No. And so, you know, this Inquisitor is like, I'm going to prove it. And this Inquisitor, like, finds a piece that can prove it. Um, and then their ship gets lost in the warp, probably because I think, oh, uh, so when it's in the warp, the Geller fields fail. And the assumption is that the Necron artifact, like, caused the Geller fields to fail. Yeah. So the Kazarkin like fought their way through demons and got to um, made their way to the uh, navigator like section or mm-hmm. the navigator like uh, quarters because yeah, yeah, nav- that has it. Yeah, that has its own individual Geller field. Yeah. So they go inside and like hit the Geller field because time is all messed up in the work for them. It's been like a year yeah. or something in terms of their own time or like six months. I don't know. <laughs> um but then they're like, oh, like, seems like we're out of the warp. Let's drop the Geller fields and, and go out into the world. And when they go out, like, the first thing they run into is Necrons trying to recover that artifact. Um, and they're like, and it, there's like, what is that thing? And then it just, like, melts one of their Kazakhan. And they're like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what they're fighting because yeah. they haven't, They've um, never seen they haven't been around, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're not educated on it because it's been like, you know, for them, it's only been like six months, but it's been like a thousand years or something. Yeah. Um, and they don't know it yet. So there's like, oh my God, this is crazy. Uh, and, and then it's the extraction, the Arbides extraction team trying to get something. I, I don't I, I don't have that set yeah. yet. So I don't know what happens in the book uh, or in the box. Um, and there is one coming out uh it's the season finale it comes out this spring called uh for gallo dark I'm not sure i can't remember what it's called actually i think it's up for pre-order this sunday mm-hmm. um and it's uh the um kin what are they called votan the votan uh versus yeah versus like space beastmen oh yeah 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 yep. yeah of- yeah 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 it's the yeah yeah i know which one you're talking yeah. about yeah so again like another two really cool kill teams like i love kill team man like they're knocking it out of the park um like the game system's awesome it's all individualized like it's all 
it's all really cool shit. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, all these beasts. And, and yeah, yeah, uh, and 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 I mean, and I hope that this kind of happens with Epic. That Epic like shrinks the average points level of heresy. Like I've I've played a number of games now at like three thousand points, twenty five hundred points, uh, including against you. Yeah. The best games that I've had have been like our fifteen hundred point games. Like it feels like things matter way more. Um, well, I don't like, think you're going to see that in Epic. Epic's about large scale battles. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm hoping that Epic causes a shift in Heresy to play at lower point levels. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. Right. So, like at at Epic, like that's where you'll play with like the knights, and and you you know if you're playing Epic, you don't care as much if you have to pull off like a whole squad of tactical marines. Yeah. Because that whole squad of tactical marines maybe took you like an hour to paint. Yeah. Um, but if like you know if I get out there and I'm like, okay, cool, like. Here's my bespoke converted Terminator team of ten insane Terminators, and then here's like here's my Knight Pafire, and I'm like, oh okay, I'll just take like seven of those guys off right away. Yeah, like that's not that's not as much fun for me. Um, and even like in Kill Team, like if I'm if I'm gonna lose a guy, it's pretty rare that I can lose him to like one shot. Yeah. Unless it's some insane gun, like, you know, a Necron disintegrator or like a plasma gun or a melt gun or something. Yeah. But then it's like, it's cool in my head because it's like, boom, right? And it's like, oh my God, yeah. nothing but boots left of Gary. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, and then, but then it feels like every next piece is like, he's so much more important because it's like, okay, like shit, we lost Gary. What do we do now? How do we do this? And I don't know, for me, I just, I enjoy that small scale narrative. Not that I don't love heresy and not that I don't love playing like a 3000 point game too. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I enjoy playing a 3000 point game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, much like we do at LVO, we kind of build it, it gets bigger and bigger. And then you've got a capstone at it. Yeah. Um, I like the 3000 point game when it's like a capstone to like something I've been doing. Yeah. Right. Um, and like we like we've been doing with Kasperion and Joseph before we like you know got distracted and yeah got busy and everything else right because it was like cool here's a thousand point game and you know I was, I was talking to Miles today and and I was it's like you know thinking back on it like yeah I've had fun playing like New Heresy and the new missions like yeah. it's still Dominion still War of Lies but the games that I've enjoyed the most are the ones where you and I are like okay what what's like what chapter are we telling today like what's the story yeah. that we want to we want to have today that we don't know the end to yet yeah oh yeah yeah those like, yeah that, that's some of the best games i've ever had were when we did stuff like that yeah and then it's like okay cool so if that's roughly the story we want to tell what kind of an objective would fit that yeah right and then it's like oh this would probably work and be kind of cool and then we do it Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and sometimes we change it. Like when, you know, when we had the duel, it's like, cool. Okay. So whoever wins the duel, like wins the game. And then we like knocked each other out. We're yeah. like, what, what now? Yeah. What now? Like, okay. Well, let's, yeah, let's extract them. Right. And then it's like, if one person extracts the other, or if one person extracts their warlord and the other one doesn't, that person wins. Yeah. Uh, if they both extract them, then it's a tie. Yeah. Right. And then we both ended up extracting them. And then we're like, okay, cool. We're fine with the tie. Yep. Yeah. Like, you know, even though like we skewered each other and then we're like, oh my God, we're so wounded. We're falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. but that, that is going to continue our story down the road, right? Uh, yep. It'll make our next interaction 
even cooler. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so maybe that one's 1750. Yeah. Right? And it just, it slowly grows up and, and then it's like, okay, yeah, now we are at 3000 points, but there's a 3000 point event, but um, I'm keener to have lower point events, I think. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? And so I haven't decided how I'm going to make that look for LVO. Um, you know, people are flying with a lot. There's a mega battle. So people may still want to play with the big stuff, and I may just leave it as it is. Well, I think I think, um, I think we should do what we did lot, the same that we did this year, and that was uh, the two thousand three thousand. It was great. Yep. It, it was. It, yeah. I I thought it was great. I I think it's you, you have those lower point games, and you have those higher point games. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's a good mix. I'm, or you could do seventeen fifty. Yeah, we'll just do seventeen fifty three thousand. Yeah, seventeen fifty, twenty five hundred. But remember, remember, remember our whole thought process when we were coming up with the you know two thousand, three thousand, and that was basically a person could go and buy the box set, build the new box set. Yeah. No, that was about two thousand points, and then add mm-hmm. stuff on top of that box set to yeah. make it three thousand and make their yeah. army more. And that was our thought process. You know, that's what we had mm-hmm. talked about and discussed. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. My my thought process this time around is like the idea seventeen fifty and twenty five hundred might be easier to transport because a lot of the stuff in Heresy got cheaper points wise, right? Yeah, and I I think that's why I'm enjoying like fifteen hundred seventeen fifty points two thousand points mm-hmm. because that's still a lot. Like you know two thousand points in first edition maybe wasn't so much, but you can fit a lot into two thousand points now. Like a lot, like yeah. I mean, we were talking about the militia list earlier. Like, if you took like maximum cavalry riders, that's only like fifteen hundred points. Yeah, (laughs) and it was, but it's fifteen hundred points that like an Astartes army could kill pretty like speedily. Yeah, you know, if they charge it with two units or whatever. So you know, maybe maybe seventeen fifty and twenty five hundred changes how the armies are built or constructed or whatever right yeah and then then on the mega battle we do bring whatever you want whether it's three thousand points or you know if you want to play one-on-ones bring three thousand points you want to play in the mega battle bring whatever you want yeah doesn't matter right and then people can have their three thousand point capstone games or they can have you know these massive games of of whatever or if they even if they've only got three thousand points but they're like man that mega battle looks awesome i want to jump on that and jump on that because we all all always have rules that make it so that you know things don't like if you're walking around with just a bunch of infantry the warlord titan can't be like oh, this, yeah this is volcano cannon the video he is um, he, he is not gonna yeah. he's not gonna shoot you like he did in the 30k trailer he's not gonna point his volcano cannon yeah. at two marines on the ground no <laughs> no he's gonna go for the, the big guy at the front yeah um, and again because that's because you know for me, I don't like pulling off mass swathes of my guys unless something insane happened. Yeah, it's got like to... if it was like, oh, like we deep struck down and then we, you know, I risked it real big to detonate this night, and then the night blew up and took half my guys out, mm. but they were like worth it. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, that's cool to me. Like, uh, you know, or if they're like, cool, let's let's make like a danger close orbital bombardment, but then it scatters and it hits them, then like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. lost a bunch of guys i don't care right um or you know if i get like run over by like oh no i got countercharged by like two knights and we're trying to fight them off and 
you know, or like a bunch of vorax. We're just getting chopped. That, you know, all that's cool. Yeah. Um, but that it, it's starting to remind me a little bit of, you know, first edition mega battles before we came up with the rules locally here in Edmonton yeah. to like kind of negate like target priority to create target priority. Cause yeah. it was like, Oh man, like, you know, I'm here. I took my whole day off work for this or whatever. Um, I spent hours building and painting this stuff. And then the guy with the Titan just like targeted me cause I'm easy. Yeah. Right. And took me out. Yeah. And uh, oh, okay. Right. Or I think back to like when I tried to get my buddy Julian into 30 K Yeah. and it was like, you know, a 15 point game or whatever. And the guy's like, here's the two Volterax and my, yeah. Are with plasma bombards and my mage is done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put just defense lines that they have a four plus and vulnerable save. And then you won't be able to charge me because I'm going to line it with two squads of like cheapest chips, um, thralls. Yeah. And home before I'm done my turn two shooting. And then he was like, okay, well, this wasn't at all fun. No, it's not. And fun. I, you know, I want stuff like that. Um, and I want to avoid creating scenarios like that. Uh, Cause then I feel somewhat personally. Yeah. No, I hear that you. kind of thing happens. Right. Um, so anyways, it's a long winded way of saying I'm really digging the smaller scale stuff because things feel more important. And I feel like I can appreciate the art that I've got on the table a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, hell, even like, you know, second, third edition, it was like 1500 points was like the main, main line of the game. Right. Like, uh, and it's not that it couldn't be part of this massive battle, but you're playing like, a you know, a zoomed in version of it. And so it's like, yeah, like, you know, this whole company is deployed, but you know, now I don't have to spend 25 minutes moving a company's worth of 28 millimeter models around. Mm. I can just play this one portion of the battle. Right. So you could, you could be playing like an epic campaign and then be like, okay, cool. Like, you know, the main battle line is advancing on this, but let's play this like, you know, interdiction team game of 1500 points. You know, it's like a couple of squads with maybe an armored column backup. Uh, and their objective is to disrupt the communications array. And then if you do, you're, Right. And so you could have, you know, like you could have a Titan fight, like you could play, you, you could literally run a campaign, like here's your Adeptus Titanicus game. Titans are walking first because, you know, things are getting desperate um, and you're moving in. Right. And, uh, and then they're going to get reinforced with drop ships worth of Legionis Astartes. But before that can happen, this forward landing force has to secure a landing zone. Right. And so the 1500 or 1750 points like lands and secures the landing zone. Maybe they come in and drop pods and, you know, they've got a Leviathan as a support element. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a couple support teams, squads, a commander and his command squad to executed appropriately and help come in. And then maybe that gives you a plus one to the, initi- plus one yeah. to the initiative in the other game. I mean, yeah, it's that's that's a. Or I'd love to. Yeah, I hear, I hear you. I just, I think that's a lot, especially at the size that that it's it's going to be. Like that's a lot to try and and manage, especially when you have, you know, eighty guys. 
in twenty eight mil, you mean? Oh no 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 no! I was th- I was thinking like for forty or thirty k oh, itself. Yeah no 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 no. So like I mean you know something like that would be it'd be it'd be a little bit different, right? So like let's say Epic came out like day one, maybe Vern's running Adeptus Titanicus, right? And then day one for us over Heresy is like you know pushing the forward lines, scouting reconnaissance, all that kind of stuff. So smaller point games, 1500, 1750. Yeah. We're moving forward, right? We're trying to secure supply lines, et cetera, <clears throat> right? And then day two is, you know, Vern's running Epic. And what happened, you know, in the two, two, you know, the two events on the day before have an influence on what's happening over on Epic and what's having an, inf- and you can actually have a cross go across right so your 28 millimeter could have an impact on the epic game and the titanicus game could have an impact on the 28 mil right and then you play the other guys are playing their epic on day two and you're playing a bigger point game which is like a zoomed in section of that epic battle yeah does that make sense no i hear you yeah i i I completely understand yeah and then day three is like that's the mega battle which is like cool Titanicus epic and the actions of the 28 millimeter all led up to this. And this is the capstone and this is the spectacle. And, you know, um, you can have it all tied together and have, you can really have something for anyone for everyone um, at that point. And so, yeah. And then, then it becomes manageable at 80 dudes, a hundred dudes do debts. Right. Um, because then it, it's it's like cool. Like I have to worry about this. Vern's going to worry about that. Vern and I are going to talk. Mm-hmm. We're going to communicate. Anton's running the Zone Mortalis, so you know we've got actions up in orbit, which can then affect all this stuff on the ground. Like as long as you're coordinated, you can make it happen, right? But then everything feels like it has a place and it has a meaning, and it doesn't feel like you're trying to recreate some measurement of epic in 28 mil. Um, when for me, if I'm going to remove tons of models, I'd rather play Epic. But that's me. Okay. Yeah. No, I hear you. Does that make sense? And, and I'm not saying that you know, and I'm not saying that I'm right and you're wrong or somebody else is wrong. I'm just saying I'd be over the moon if that's how everything started to develop and or shift or whatever. Um, then I'd be the happiest of clams. Mm-hmm. And again, not to say that I wouldn't play in an event that's three thousand points. I'm going to go play in an event that's three thousand points in November. Yeah. Right. And I'm still looking forward to it. Um, and, you know, I want to play a few more games at 3000 points and I want to play a few more games at lower point, uh, you know, and, and that's okay. That's why there's a point system. Yeah. Right. So you can play these different levels, right. Or if you're like, cool, um, you know, I really like that. And I know that you like big games. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like, Craig, we're only playing small games from now on. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I also like, 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 I, I really want to play a 3k game. Then like, cool. I'll bust out my 3k worth of shit. Yeah, but I also yeah. I also do enjoy playing the smaller games too. Like they're they're, they're fun because yep. you're right. There is a there is a weight put behind each each loss in the smaller game, um, and, and you can tell stories that can lead up to bigger games. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I get that. I, I completely understand. I, I I like the games of different sizes. Uh, it just seems mm-hmm. like right now the 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 standard seems to have been you know three thousand points. Um, you know, it's something that we can. You know we're not at Epic yet. We don't know how it's going to tie in, but I, I I get your I get your thought. I get your you know I'd love to see Gothic involved at some point in time. Oh yeah. Oh, God, I hope they do Gothic. I love cool. Gothic. I, I'm 
I'm sure they will, and I'm sure it'll be like tighter and more refined. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a tight game before. Like it was well. It was a really good game. Um, until they started expanding, because originally it was just um, Imperial and Chaos, and then when they started expanding, mm-hmm. they didn't put as much. I don't think they put as much thought into the some of the expansions, especially like the Tyranids. But that's just me, yeah. and I also have. I don't. I haven't played the game since the early two thousands, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've never 20. played it. I used to have an iPad version of it, which I loved. And when I was a sales rep, I would like play it in the hallway mm. while I was like waiting for doctors to come out. Yeah, <laughs> and and then I'd flip over to like my CRM and do my work when the doctor came out. Mm. But um, and that that felt like the game because like you'd do things and you'd see like the dice roll down next to like your ship. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> So it, it gave it, 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 it gave you a good a good idea of how the how things went. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, um, and, and that was Imperials versus Tyranids. I think I think it was supposed to be like the invasion of Ball. Oh, okay. The Tyranids. Um, and uh, yeah, it was good. It's too bad that 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 isn't available anymore because I'd re-download that in a heartbeat. Mm, that's um, unfortunate. I got like the I got the big iPad now. Yeah. So play it. Play it real awesome. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, lots of cool shit, lots to be excited about. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the miniature of the month for May is an Arbides extraction guy. So, uh, that's this weekend, right? If, uh, it's next weekend. I think, I think it's 13th that it's 13th. available from. All right. Well, I'm going. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to get one of those, but I do want the box set. Cause I, I have like a compulsion around these kill team box sets, but also <laughs> I could use more Gallo dark to them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so once I get that, and once I get the uh, dwarf beastman one, I'll have like of tons, of tons of Zomorph house today, and I'll be I'll be ready to go <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Because I'll at at that point, I mean, I don't have I don't have into the dark, but I have the kill teams from into the dark. Mm-hmm. But I have I got two boxes of shadow bolts, so um, I'll have four four boxes worth of terrain, which I think actually fits like a full four by four mm. or a little bit more than that, which is good. Cause I have enough tiles to make a four by eight. So I'll probably make like a few bigger rooms and then just fill them up and fill hallways and stuff up mm. with like line of sight blocking terrain. Yeah. Just make a crazy labyrinth. Um, I got a bunch of like generators and mechanicum or like sector mechanicus bits and stuff. So yeah, I could put like, Make gantries, a couple second levels, like an engineering bay. Yeah, crazy, insane stuff like that. Uh, the new, the new box, because each one of these boxes has come with like a different terrain sprue. Mm-hmm. So, like the, the Shadow Volts one came with like uh, like an automated turret, like a deployable automated turret, like on station, and it came with uh, like armory like armory bits yeah so you could like make a room into an armory and shit um and the next one i don't know what the rbds the next one has um a whole bunch of like escape pods so you could make like a whole room that's just dedicated to like like, escape pods yeah or a whole tile that's just like dedicated to like this is where you abandon fip um and you can do just cool stuff like that so uh you know you can really make it make the layout like a ship or a space station or whatever yeah, yeah so i'm excited for that yeah cool all right let's put a bow on this um because you're right 
I did ramble. I didn't keep it short. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mega coming your way. Whatever yeah, is what at, it is. Enjoy it. About close to three hours. It's gonna be a Ooh, good one. Juicy. Yeah. yeah. Um, we haven't had one that long in a while. Uh, but if you uh, if you want to get at us, uh, you can always reach us at um, uh, at the DAB podcast on Instagram or facebook.com slash DAB podcast. Instagram's probably better. I think we we find those messages faster. Yeah. Um, and uh, or you can email us at deathandbetrayal at gmail.com. But don't forget to check out the Legend Studio, uh, his Patreon, as well as the legendstudio.com for all the juicy blog posts we coming out with and all hot content. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you check out uh, Metters Miniatures as well. Um, Rob Medwell, always putting out top grade content. Uh, he's He's really keen on, on your favorite paints lately, uh, Army Painter. Oh yeah. Um, he's been doing a lot of a lot of good tutorials with their speed paint. Well, um, Army Painter's uh, not like I just got it because I got because my wife got it for me for Christmas one year. Like I use everything. I have Scale seventy five, yeah. Pro Acryl. Yeah, we all we all use everything. Yeah, but I know you're I know you're keen on it lately. Yeah, um, and you know I'm not. I'm, that's not a disparaging remark. No, 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 no. I know, I know. What you've been using and enjoying lately, and yeah, it's, clearly you know he's of a of a like mind. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Whereas, you know, the majority of my paints now, now that I've like fixed my hobby station, the majority of my paints are scale 75, but with probably the bulk, if not half of my paints entirely being artist series. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I like them. Like, I like the artist series. Yeah. I like the way they mix. I like the way they go through an airbrush. I like what I can do with them. And I like their, their color richness. Um, but anyways... Uh, check out Metters Miniatures uh, online. Make sure you check out Craig at Dust of a Thousand Worlds. Um, he's been just slamming on those uh, Dark Angel stuff. I ran into Brady at uh, Hobby Wholesale today, and he actually brought it up. Oh yeah. Um, so he he's been watching watching that with bated breath. And uh, make sure you check out Crescent Edge Creative um, on Instagram as well as on uh, YouTube and Twitch. I'm going to start um, kind of doing a lot of my conversions on Twitch, just a little like, I don't know, hobby building ASMRs. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited um, for that. Yeah, I'm just going to ramble a lot like I do here, um, but while building things, so you can hear that like calming, scraping noise and the occasional, oh. as it blows some of that plastic away. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll try to talk a little bit like Bob Ross. Um, I'll probably paint sometimes while I'm on there, but it's not really going to be like a place where I'm going to be like teaching or giving big tips. Yeah, um, it's just going to be me talking, doing what I'm doing, making crazy conversions, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's it's a way for me to make sure that I actually get my hobby time in, do my hobby time, uh, and you know, make some make some headway on projects. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, am I missing anything? No, I, I think th- so. I think we hit everything. I know our oh. next... Go ahead. Yeah, Boys of the Golden Throne event. Um, so that's that's November 4th and 5th in Vancouver. Yeah, sorry, in Victoria, not in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, Heresy sold out in a day, but there is a wait list, so get on it. But if you also play Titanicus, or if you're keen on Titanicus, they will be running a two-day Titanicus event which ties in directly to the narrative campaign that's being played in the 28 millimeter horse heresy version. Uh, so I think they had 36 players on the horse heresy side. 
Um, and they've got a, a number of spots open 40. in Titanicus right now as well. They hit 40. Oh, 40. Yeah, they're at 40 okay. right now, and they have a wait list. I was talking with Big John. Uh, they are looking at expanding, so yeah. you, you should be you should be hearing something about that soon. Um, yeah, they're just get trying, on the wait list. Yes, there is get on that wait list. That's why I would recommend. And we're going to be. I know we're going to talk more about this on our next episode. We discussed that this was going to be. We're going to start gushing over in our next episode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll try to get one or two of the guys on to uh, talk it up. Ah, that'd be um, awesome. Get John on, or we're doing a bad job of it. Um, Oh, but, no. <laughs> well, it would be great to hear exactly. Like, it's, not, it's not my event. <laughs> yeah, it's their event. Let's let's hear right from their source. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the link for that will be in the show notes. So get over there. Check that out. Come on up. Uh, if, you know, if you're from down south and want some uh, Canadian hospitality, mm-hmm. um, it'll be uh, it'll be good. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um if I get a new SUV, I'll drive. If not, I'm going to fly. Sounds <laughs> good. Uh, probably fly. Uh, I feel like that's a long drive. I feel like it's like 15 hours. Uh, I know there's ferry ride involved for me. Probably just fly. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if I'm, especially if I get moved to the Titanic side, then I'm going to fly for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, right on. I think that's it on our end. Keep those Geller fields up. Take care.